0: But, uh, Don't me. Good morning, good morning. Don't me. Happy Wednesday. Don't me. It's Wednesday. Don't me. It's Wednesday in America. It's Wednesday, D. 28th of November in America. Radio Free Alman, And this is Wednesday, November 28th. They always make a big deal on that, like today's show. I always love that. I love that a lot, really, actually. I, I love this song, though. Hello, Bill. Kentucky. It's time for the South to rise again. Baby. Oh, wow. Turn it up. Baby. Quite a bold statement there. home. Huh. Looks like the people of the South weren't uh, intimidated in the slightest by the threats against them if they voted for again, the Republican yeah. Senator Hyde-Smith. Yeah, they tried it they tried their best didn't they well, I heard oh yeah if you vote if you vote for Hyde Smith you're in big trouble Brett Stevens even the conservative on the New York Times right that guy the never Trumper guy oh, they were like yeah you vote for her you're a, you're a racist Mississippi's a racist state and you know what we're going to do? To, to, to prove that is a racist state? Lord, we're we're, we're going to hang nooses on trees. That's what we're going to do. I think, I think a lot of people in Mississippi were like, um, so let me get this straight. Uh, you guys are really offended by what Hyde Smith said. And you said that's a terrible thing and a very racist thing to say and blah, 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 even though I, I still can't figure out what what was racist about it. And then, and, and, and so to protest that, you're going to put, put nooses in the trees. Like, like, you just committed an act far worse than anything this senator could have ever said. Just to, just to protest what she said, you, you decided to, 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 to put together one of the worst symbols and menacing symbols that you could possibly think of in, in America. And then there's some noose around a tree. Boy, I'll tell you, that, that, was, that was great. And you know what's funny is that originally, even though yesterday I did tell you that it was uh, perpetrated by, by the left, it took, it took the news media kind of a long time to, uh, to, to, to get around to, to, to that conclusion. They, they actually were, for a while there, perpetuating this idea that, that, that somehow this was the doing of some racist or something. And even though they knew there were signs there saying, we hung these to protest what this senator is and to protest racism, even though there were signs there. And the Capitol Police apparently were preventing some people from seeing them. But the news media didn't do do its due diligence. They were too busy fantasizing that this was some kind of campaign tactic of the Republican senator. And in fact, it was the liberals who were putting the we're putting the nooses out there I it borrowing the the nooses from Democrat Grandpa, probably? So, another another Senate seat chalked up for Republicans. Another Senate seat that said was going to be close uh, wasn't close. Even even the even some of the people over at Hot Air, the, the Republicrats over there, the Never Trumpers over there, were like, "Oh, potential of an upset in Mississippi." I'm like, "No, Are you kidding me? It's never going to happen." I, I said yesterday, I could be wrong, but the fact of the matter is, it was it was never going to happen, and the media once again lied to everybody and. They, they tried to will something to happen that didn't happen. It wound up not happening. Yeah, it's going to be close. It's a tight race. It's like, yeah, up your rear. The only thing tight are your butt cheeks now that you know what's coming your way the next six years. Two more years of Trump, four more years of Trump. Oh, Trump might not run again. He said Trump's going to run again. So, congratulations to the great state of Mississippi for not cowing to the to the bullying that went on all across the uh, news media, and the bullying that went on on behalf of the uh, conservative never Trumpers like Brett Stevens there, and. Hi, Kay Riddle, there in Sarasota, Florida. Thanks for joining us. One of the beauties of the app and Facebook is that you can go nationwide, and we do. God bless you guys too. Good old Littered Skinner at Freedom Hall. <laughs> Good from that, man. Yeah. That's what's all about, people, winning, and we did. Although, did you did you see the did you see on MSNBC though? Uh, there's this guy. Uh, they, they have the, they have a, they have a panel there, and Brett Stevens is is one of uh, those individuals who is a conservocrat. He's a never Trumper guy, and man, did he kiss the ass of this this guy! Mark Thompson, who is uh, a liberal, serious radio host, and Thompson's interesting. He's he's a black dude, but he's got a man bun. So the 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 fro wasn't good enough for him. He has to have now a man bun to look more white. I guess I don't know what the deal is, but apparently now he's got to have a he's got to have a man bun so he looks like a fat white white hipster instead of a fat black left wing crazy. But that's okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's what comes out of your mouth, right? And so he's on with Stephanie Rule on MSNBC and man they they're going they're going they are going crazy over this whole comment thing and the and Hyde Smith and you know, I mean I've 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 actually really tried to I don't even know why she apologized for the comment. I don't even know what that was about. I mean, she did, and it was kind of hapless, and but I don't know why she even bothered to to, to comment about it, but and 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 go crazy about it because it, I, I'm trying to figure out what she meant. She didn't mean anything racist, so I don't know why she apologized. Anyway, it didn't matter because uh, Daddy came to town as he always does the daddy of the Republican Party, Donald Trump, and waved his wand over Mississippi, and we have yet another Republican senator thanks to Donald Trump. And, in fact, it got to the point, and we'll get to it later, but Hyde Smith, the the, the people of, of Mississippi, weren't the first people she thanked. It was Donald Trump. Because that's how things work, Mia Love. That's that's how things work in this land now. Is 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 uh, um, that, old, that old? You know, there's not a magic wand. You know that Obama talked about. Obama's. I got news for you, Barack Obozo. There, there is a magic wand. You just you, you just couldn't find it because you were blinded by your own arrogance. You couldn't find the magic wand there. Bucko. But there is a magic wand, Barack Obozo. There is a magic wand, and it's called Donald Trump. And 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 and, we'll talk even more about that when it comes to GM, and all the other things. You, you when when the president talks, you listen, and his policies have borne out, and have managed to, to improve this country greatly. And that's what's that's what's the key is your results when it comes to your economy when it comes to what you are doing as a as a country and the president has proven his policies are solid they're trying to blame him by the way for the whole gm thing it's like no no there are other people toyota's making good cars they're making sedans people are buying those so so yeah, but most of all, people are buying SUVs and other, other uh automobiles and bigger trucks and those kinds of things because gas prices are low. Fuel efficiency is better for these cars and trucks, and so they're buying those, but they're still buying sedans, too. They're just buying Toyota sedans. And so, hey GM, we gave you uh tax breaks and all kinds of things for you. And and and, and, and we gave you everything you needed to stay in business and do your thing. And you came up with a Chevy Volt. And a cruise that people didn't like. So you made your choice. And it was a bad one. And and, and we subsidized you. And uh, people, but, but but there are people buying sedans still. But they're not. American sedans and Toyota. So somebody's making good sedans out there. So make good sedans and you'll be fine. There's also another suggestion that there's an SUV that you're making in China right now. Uh, GM, why don't you try making your SUV that you're making in China here in the U.S.? But we'll talk more about that. I want to go back to... uh, Good morning, Julie. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Scotty. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning, everybody. This morning. Uh, so this Mark Thompson guy, but these guys were just going crazy over this Mississippi thing, and and it was so over the top; it was almost comical. But I, I loved how Brett Stevens, the white so-called conservative, you know, they have on MSNBC, who works for the for the New York Times. He tried so hard just to kiss this guy's butt, you know he's he's just one of those you know white you know the, you know that white liberals are the same way, but white conservatives sometimes are too, especially white republican you know jeb bushy types. They suck up to black people, and it's embarrassing because you can tell they don't really actually respect them and and blacks hate it when they know you don't respect them and you're talking down to them and you're pandering they hate that and and they and they and they can and they and their bs beaters they can tell it a mile away and, and so so you know this this little exchange you're about to hear here with Brett Stevens kissing up to this Mark Thompson and he of course didn't even you know accept the reaffirmation of his comments. He he like even disputed Brett when Brett Stevenson decides he's gonna to to touch the guy's arm in in his in his little whitey, liberal, disgusting, pandering way. Oh yeah, no, you yes, you're right. Touch touching his arm. It was really a crazy exchange, but they were trying their hardest yesterday to make everybody who voted for Hyde Smith to out to be some kind of racist and, and, and to and to really what they were really doing is they were although I don't think many people in Mississippi actually watch MSNBC, but the attempt was and, and this and this this works is is they were trying to intimidate voters is what they were doing. And, and they they were trying to make them out to be racists if they voted for Hyde Smith.
1: And,
2: and and that and and the message was pretty clear, but yeah, listen to this whole exchange. This is I hope really then Mike can win. It is going to be tough. Um, I hope he can pull off a Doug Jones miracle. At the very least, though, uh, he'll be able to make a dent in the way that Andrew Gillum did in Florida and in the way Stacey Abrams did in Georgia. Making a dent in it isn't winning.
0: And, and it's funny how, you know, conservatives knew that when McCain lost and, and when Romney lost m- most of us didn't go out there and say that you know congratulations on making a dent making a dent isn't winning so these 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 idiots who get out there and say you know well we made a dent it's like no you didn't you lost you lost it's like uh Golly, I can't believe I. I uh, 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 it's like uh, the L.A. Dodgers against the Boston Red Sox. Do you think when the L.A. Dodgers lost to the Boston Red Sox that they that they 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 their comment was, "Well, we made a dent in the in the in the Red Sox armor." It's like, no, you didn't. The Red Sox won the World Series, dudes. You lost. You didn't make a dent. There's no such thing as a dent. Dent, schment.
2: (laughs) Bozo. At the very least, um, I hope Mississippians get out and vote against her. Uh, Some Republicans, uh, through Vaughn's reporting, have been saying that she represents the Old South. They don't like that anymore. So I hope Mississippians get out and vote against Strange Fruit Cindy and make sure she's gone with the win. Yeah, deal. Unbelievable. I mean strange
0: fruit Cindy. first of all very few people even know the reference to strange fruit and and, and strange fruit is a uh, is actually a song uh was made that, that that terminology was made famous in a in a world famous uh, billy holiday song called strange fruit and, and and it's an age old you know deep south racism type of song Called strange fruit. But but nobody knows what the hell. Most people don't really if if you're anywhere under 40, you have no idea what that is. Right? I mean Matt had no idea. When he was talking about strange. He just, he's here's this guy say strange fruit. You gotta be an old person like me, right? To do I'm fifty-five, but but if, if you're anywhere under forty, you have no idea what a strange fruit is. But I bet you a lot of you even my age don't even know what that is. Unless you know who Billy Holiday is, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only way you actually know. And even if you know who Billy Holiday is, you gotta you gotta know about about Strange Fruit. Strange, Fruit. it's really kind of a weird song, but gone with the Strange Fruit and gone. But how, how many how many times did Mark Thompson practice that in the mirror? And and then um, <clears throat> sorry. Slowly but surely, getting really uh, much better. Just letting you know. Yeah. So Matt knows Billy Holiday, but doesn't know Strange Fruit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Leesh knows. Yeah. Leesh and Vicky. Yeah. I mean, and the only reason I know about it is because I'm just a little bit more up on maybe the, the music. I don't know. Strange Fruit is just, but it's, but it's an age-old uh, thing. Here. See if I have it someplace really quickly. If you guys want to just, just because we want to get, um. We Get into it a little bit anyway, because we have time. Because this is Radio Free Alman live from the Discovery Design Truck Care and Manufacturing Studio. So we pretty much uh, have it nailed down here. ddtruckusa.com. Let's see if we can. I have some Billy Holiday here. I don't know whether I have Strange Fruit here. Let me just check it out here. Let me check it out. Here we go. there's Billy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. <coughs> I do have it here. Yeah, listen to this. This strange fruit. It's really kind of a spooky song. Kind of classic Billie Holiday, but Father Tom's not aware of it either. Gail isn't either. Strange fruit and gone with the wind. Strange fruit, Tracy. <sighs> yeah, see, it's kind of spooky. Get to it, Billy, please. I'm getting a little bit of a hurry, so if you don't mind, just take another little bit of heroin and. Bubba hero would it get me going here gets kinda halfway in before she even talks. Not many
3: Southern trees (laughs) bear a strange fruit blood on Yeah, so. Black swinging. It's about lynching. In the southern breeze. Strange fruit hanging from the poplar
0: trees. Yeah, so it's a lynching song. Cheery, isn't it? This is this will get you going in the morning. Sure, you're banging on the steering wheel, aren't you? Just rolling right down the highway.
3: <laughs>
0: I mean, come on. I mean, but but that, anyway, that's what this is about. That's what that's what he was talking about.
3: And the,
0: and the, and the strange fruit is the body of the black person hanging from the tree. So that's. Just I mean as a blues song, it's a it's it's a good song. I mean, it's a good song. It's a classic. I mean it's you know. But but it's it but that's what this dude's talking about. And it's and it's from like nineteen thirty one. So, you know, God love Billy Holiday, the little poor thing. She uh addicted to drugs and just kind of uh, died at a very young age, but that's what that's what that's about. Strange fruit, and so they had to they had to conjure this this song. <sighs> I know I need a toddy. My goodness gracious! For crying out loud, I need something hot. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, that's what this Mark Thompson guy was referring to was
2: the strange fruit. When he talked about Saint Strange Fruit, City. Mm-hmm. Against her, Uh, some Republicans, uh, through Vaughn's reporting, have been saying that she represents the Old South. They don't like that anymore. So I hope Mississippians get out and vote against Strange Fruit, Cindy, and make sure she's gone with the wind. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's it's so embarrassing, these guys.
0: And And they're gone with the wind. I mean, come on, man. Most people don't know a thing he said. So anyway, Brett Stevens is now the conservative, so he decides he's going to, like, go ultra-pandery on this one. And, of course, the Mark Thompson guy, Brett Stevens is trying to, like, kiss up to him, but he doesn't even accept the kiss up. But Brett Stevens, by the way, is the white, never-Trumper conservative, so-called conservative, uh, on the New York Times, who is the contributor there at MSNBC, and, he, and you can always really kind of guarantee he and Max Boot are going to be out there babbling on and trying to trying to link uh, President Trump and the Republican Party now to racism.
2: The only uh,
3: thing I disagree with in what you said was the word "dog whistle." When you're when one of your first acts in the in, in the state legislature is to try to rename a highway the Jefferson Davis. Memorial Highway that's not a dog whistle that is loud and clear when I was I
2: speaking mean, specifically to the education
0: yeah yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good he said, and he and patted him on his arm it's okay, it's okay, boy, it's fine, you're good, you're good, I'm brett stevens it's fine i i i understand exactly what you're saying.'m just gonna pat your little arm here' cause you're my because that's how we we deal with black people as as a white liberals,
2: but yeah. Oh, they, they were going nuts if you were you were Loud you
4: know. and clear. Why are people voting for that? It's,
2: it's disgraceful. And and frankly, I, I hope that they stand up tomorrow. And, you know, Cindy's almost, she's cartoonish almost in, yeah, in well, what anyway, she does. They,
0: they, they were trying so hard, and yet in comes Aladdin on his magic carpet, otherwise known as Air Force One. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here comes, Here comes Air Force One. Air Force One is landing. It must mean another Republican is about to be elected. Big old jet airliner with the American flag occupied by the President of the United States lands on the tarmac, and the minute its wheels down, it's Republican victory. So, Aladdin comes. I'm kind of mixing all kinds of different metaphors here. Aladdin comes and waves his magic wand, although he didn't have a magic wand. But let's just pretend Aladdin did. And he waved his magic wand over the race, and the U.S. has another Republican U.S. senator thank goodness for President Trump. In fact, uh, as I said earlier, she she thanked President Trump before she thanked the, the rest of the— uh, the rest of the people of Mississippi there so it was a, it was a it was a big deal and it was formidable and it it didn't even you know people say it, it, you know it made a dent or did whatever but it, it, the race wasn't close it, it was closer than the percentage that Donald Trump won Mississippi i i get all that but it still didn't make much of a difference i'm assuming that's going to be the tactic that that Mark takes when I call him to gloat uh about about all this and I think Mark also texted me uh the the Cole story as well yeah 6:40 he said no I should call you right now I'll, I'll be the one to determine when I call you and, and and by the way did you see too the whole thing about the all of the uh tear gas and all that kind of stuff that that became a big issue yesterday when when they were trying to haze President Trump over his comments regarding safer tear gas, and and, and the fact of the matter is, it's true, uh, the the tear gas they were using was it was a different compound than they would use, let's say, to thwart some kind of military invasion, and it was even a calmer compound, I think, than they used even in Ferguson. For, for rioters and things like that. So uh, it was absolutely true what President Trump said, but they just, you know, still misrepresented. So we'll follow up on that. Uh, let's see. Jimmy Hoff's going to join us at 7 o'clock. We're going to talk more about the whole the deal regarding uh, GM because that became a thing, and President Trump was saying that he was going to uh, pull the subsidies of GM if they didn't right the ship and they decided just simply to close plants instead of retooling or, for instance, instead of making SUVs here that they make in China, did you know they made an SUV in China? They do. Maybe they can bring that back here and make it in America. That's that seems to be a pretty easy solution, especially if you're taking our tax dollars. Seems to me we can pretty much uh, dictate whatever it is we want to dictate. That's kind of that's kind of the rub of deciding you want to have help is 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 you we're going to tell you what to do eventually. And so we'll talk more about that cuz it's a, it's a, it's a bigger issue and a more long-term issue when it comes to uh what you know the kind of economic policies we want here and, and and jobs because here's here's what's happening. In Ohio where one of the plants is closing, it is a pretty big deal uh when it comes to the closure of that plant there. Because if, it, because if it has an impact on the upcoming race, because President Trump did win Ohio and did win many of these manufacturing centers, but if they're wrongly blaming all of this on President Trump, that's going to hurt him when he runs for a reelection in 2020. That's going to have an impact on, on the race. So it does matter. The truth does indeed matter. And it's important for us to get the truth out there. But the truth does indeed matter. So the truth is GM could make a better car. It didn't. The truth is there are sedans out there that people are buying, but they're not GM sedans. They're Toyota. And, and, And that's because apparently people have decided that Toyota sedans are superior to the GM sedans. That's not President Trump's fault. Gas prices are low. Fuel efficiency st- standards have improved among the bigger trucks. That's not President Trump's doing, although gas prices could possibly be attributed to uh, our current policies. But all, all that said, there are solutions. And so P- President Trump, in talking about these subsidies, is only encouraging GM to consider some of these other solutions. That's all I'm saying. And so we'll follow up on that. I'm going to call Mark Casey just because I think it's necessary to, uh, to make sure we haze him. Because he was all sure that the, the, the whole calling Hyde-Smith a racist would change the course of history in Mississippi, and it didn't. Once again, the left is wrong. And even though Mark Thompson, that dude you just heard from, Man Bun over there, said, oh, uh, yeah, we we made a dent. It's like, you, you lost. There's no such thing as making a dent in politics, in baseball, anywhere, in competition. It's not about making a dent. It's about winning or losing. And somebody wins and somebody loses. That's the bottom line. Without further ado. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Discovery Design Truck Care and Manufacturing Studios, it's Radio Free Allman, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is our national anthem.
3: say does that star-spangled banner yet wave
1: What would you do with the money if you didn't have to pay your house payment for two months especially around the holidays that's right
5: no house payment for two months this is james hawkins at golden oak lending don't let money problems spoil your holidays you can use the increased value of your home to pay off bills or get cash out put two months of house payments in your pocket Visit GoldenOakLending.com or call 314-567-GOLD. Animalist 1149-37-111 Westport Plaza, St. Louis, Missouri. Call 567-GOLD.
0: Good morning, this morning everybody. We are live from the Discovery Design Truck Care and Manufacturing Studios, GDTruckUSA.com. Thanks for listening to the show. It's Radio Free Allman. It's Common Sense Radio. And just, let me tell you, come January, things are going to be in your heart. amazing and awesome An in your heart. and different. By the way, I talked about uh, Discovery Design Truck Care Manufacturing and all my sponsors now. Just wait. The, The advertising band is being put back together, believe me. Now that I've been unleashed, thanks to my. Victory in federal court and my move along, move along when there's a victory in over your intercom when there's a in your I'm free to do what I want to do and ready to rock. And so I will be in January. We're gonna we're gonna put flip phone. Radio out of business. If you feel just like a tourist Believe me, I got everybody ready to rock. To so it's going to be fun, and I appreciate all of you and your support. And I have to do something because ultimately I'm going to wind up on dial radio as a component of Radio Free Allman in January, so I'll be on a dial position in January. Can't really talk about where I'm going to be, but I will be on a dial position in January, and so that's going to change things. Not really for you, because uh, because whatever platform you use, you have you're going to have a choice. You're going to have the Facebook platform. You're going to have the you're going to have the streaming platform. You're going to have YouTube. You're going to have. The podcast, if that's how people listen, I don't know. But now you're going to have a, uh, they're going to have a, a, a dial position if you need that. Some people just want it. Some people don't realize I'm even back. And it's going to be, it's going to be great. So it's, it's going to be a five platform. Operation now. So, five ways to get Radio Free Albany and Common Sense Radio, which is a larger presence than any radio show has in town here, no matter what kind of radio show it is. And so, we're going to be dominating, and my purpose is not to make Entercom. 971 would ever live to regret their bad decision. But my purpose is to spread the word and 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 do what I've been doing for 17 years in St. Louis and entertain you and and have fun with you and be joyous in our victories with you. But it's gonna be a level of satisfaction making them pay for what they did too, all at the same time. So that's just gonna be an ancillary uh benefit of 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 what I'm gonna be doing so I just want to let you know that that kind of thing is is taking off and, and I, but but like I said I'm gonna to have to find some way and eventually we're gonna have in January a gigantic rollout and a party for for all of us but I've got to find some way to thank all of you for being with me up until now and and, and when you because those of you who have been with me up until now, up until the Radio Free Almond 2.0, have uh, been critical to my success and to our success. So I've got to find some way to reward you because what's going to happen is you're going to be joined by a lot of people who otherwise don't know how to get a hold of me. Otherwise, I mean, even as progressed as a lot of people are technologically, there are a lot of people who are not uh, still plugged in. I still get asked every once in a while, like, hey, what are you doing these days? And I give them the, you know, I say, well, I'm on, on, on the, on the, plat-, you know, and they're like, well, I don't do that. I don't have an iPhone. I don't, you know, I don't do a computer. I'm not on Facebook. You know, those kinds of things. So dial positions, reasons. Which what you're going to have is you're going to have a, uh, you're going to have a, a new group of people who are joining the Radio Free Almond Army. Some of them might even not even know I'm on Facebook and join you on Facebook. So you're going to be joined by a lot of new people, but I want to make sure that uh, that the original crew, you all, who have been with me from the very beginning, are rewarded in some fashion. I'm going to find out what's going to uh, work. And Vicki, no, Stacey Newman, won't. Well, I can pretty much guarantee you that That hag is gonna be silenced. I'll be I'll be bulldozing right over her and her slow stepson Drew. Because also by that time there'll be some moves that will have been made that will will show her that this isn't over for her, so. I mean intercom was just the first of three different pursuits of mine, so and I and I and I won the intercom deal, so I've got two more to go. But my guess is that, uh, and it won't matter though because uh, we're we're bigger than they are, and and the left it's it's not going to matter. They might make make another another run at it, but uh, they're just uh, they've run their course, and we'll show them that they have too. So it's fine. But, boy, it's going to be great. And I'm uh, really looking forward to uh, to it. But I just want to make sure I am I, that you guys know that I am uh, going to reward you all for helping me. This is I'm only here because of you. So that's how it's going. I'm only here because of you. Give Mark a call here. Michael Goldstein's on here. Michael is a friend of mine. The hoser Goldstein. He was on... Golly, I, he and I've been together on Radio Land for even going all the way back to JC's. Let's see, that's twenty years. Twenty years uh, when I was with JC, nineteen ninety-five. Is it twenty years? Is it thirty years? I don't know. I, you know, well anyway, it's been a long time. Good morning this morning, everybody. Let me give Mark a call real quickly because. Oh, by the way, his buddy Beto O'Rourke. Did you see that? Did you see Beto O'Rourke's big deal? That, 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 this is what these guys do. Uh, this is what these liberals, these left-wing guys do, people. This is funny. Yeah, had Mary Phelan. I ran into somebody yesterday who knew. Uh, thank you, Margaret, 23 years. Thank you, dear. Uh, ran into uh, who knew Mary Phelan. Boy, I loved, loved her. She was great. This is, a, this is a tough time of year, actually, to, to talk about Mary Phelan because uh, I was a, uh, I went from being, well, this is depressing. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, but, I, I, but, but now that you brought Mary Phelan up, she's a dear friend of mine. And I was a, um, I read at her wedding right around Thanksgiving. And I I was a reader at her wedding. And then a month later, I was a pallbearer at her funeral. So it was a very tough time of time there. 1998. And she was killed in a car accident on 270 there. And it was it was just a bad scene overall. And we still remember her. She was just a great shining light. She was a wonderful person. Mary Phelan was. Her, her sister Suzanne, I think, is raising horses out there in God's country somewhere. I would love to hook up with her again. But anyway, really, uh, really loved Mary Phelan. Reminded of her death every, every, uh, every year around this time. Golly, I think she was, I think she was, I can't remember, I think she was, funerals on Christmas Eve or something. It was just, you know. But she was an inspiring person, and she was a really uh, lovely person. And so on the positive end, uh, that that's that's really what uh, sometimes, you know, even though we lose a life, we have gained uh, so much from the people we, from knowing them, that it makes the loss easier. But it was uh, uh, not, not any... Um, Not any really better, but so anyway, this is what this is what uh, this is what uh, Beto O'Rourke, the new the 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 future of the country, the future of the liberal movement is doing now. He's tweeting about running to remove a Confederate plaque from the Texas state capitol. That's what these people do. When they're not hanging nooses around trees, trying to intimidate people into voting a certain way. They're 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 harping against Confederate plaques and statues. I thought they'd already erased all that kind of stuff, but they're still still. But that's that's the sum total of his big big move now. Is This is the great white hope for the Democrat Party. Is now his big crusade is removing a uh, Children of the Confederacy Creed plaque from the Texas State Capitol. Man, these guys never quit. <laughs> Let me see if I can find Mark here. Hang on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Love me some Death Cab for Cutie, don't you guys?
6: Like these guys?
0: Great band. They don't really tour much anymore. I don't think they tour at all. But oh well. Get Mark a call
7: here. <laughs> Take
0: answer your phone gee whiz i am right here how long how long you're in your car how long does it take to answer a phone
8: it just
0: rang oh it did okay well on our end it did it showed that it was ringing a lot so sorry well, let me tell you something. Uh, let's see uh, how many rings here and how many rings there. Well, it looks like we won the ring contest just like we won the contest. Yeah, what, what, had, hap- what happened there? Had, in, in Mississippi, I thought you guys you guys you guys hung nooses and everything around trees and you still didn't win.
8: Yeah, I told everybody yesterday to forget Mississippi because I knew that there wasn't a chance. But uh remember that that the Republican Party did elect a woman who wants to go to to hangings of black people. <laughs> so, and 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 let me tell you, <laughs> that it, it won't be forgotten. Right. It won't be forgotten. It it has an effect on the country. Don't forget. You know, you you guys lost by by almost nine percent. It's the biggest rout in in American history.
0: wait wait I mean, wait wait. We talked about this Monday. It was not the biggest route in American history. Democrats, well, that's what they say now. Well, no, Democrats underperformed, as it relates to midterms, for any party in an off no, year. No. I mean, they underperformed. And so, but, but what does this think about her wanting to go back to hanging blacks? I mean, this is the most – I mean, you guys need to be – here's the problem. You guys you, – you, you lose your credibility when you make – statements like that and when you're hanging nooses around trees and it 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 it, you you lose people in fact i I think that probably actually wound up backfiring again uh, as a tactic it just doesn't work it 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 didn't work when you called voters but donald trump deplorable and it doesn't work when you hang nooses around trees to try to intimidate people into voting a certain way i don't know when when are you guys just going to talk about policy
8: well, first, I agree to stick on policy. That's excellent. But but I will say that the Gallup poll yesterday, if you saw, has, has Trump at the lowest level in the entire time that they've done this polling. Minus 22 percent. So, you know, he, you can talk about how great everything is. But the reality is everything's coming down around his head. And this whole thing is this alternative reality is just about over the Democrats take over in Congress in, in, in a month. And when it happens, all of this is going to change so dramatically. Right. I, I, I just don't, yeah, I don't see why the, 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 the right doesn't get it. Now I'll well, wait, tell you wait. what I would do if I were Schumer, check this out. I would go find four senators who are reasonable and I guarantee you there are four Republican senators who are not insane. And I would I would switch them to the Democratic Party and by giving them all kinds of things that, that would be totally reasonable. Things that you would like, Jamie, all kinds of pro growth kinds of ideas and and, and conservative things that, that, that people would feel good about. I'd switch the, the the Senate over myself right now and get it over with, but I guess they don't have the sense to do that, but they're, I, they're I, not going there,
0: there are no there are no Republicans who are going to switch over to the Democrat Party. You guys don't have any policies. I, what are you talking about that I, that I would actually support? I don't understand what you're talking. pro-growth: pro, pro, pro-growth. Pro-growth. what 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 would be what would be one example of a pro growth policy spending more money on roads what is it
8: well i'll tell you this that there is talk right now of of uh, completely redoing the IRS and i'll bet you that there are a bunch of republicans including you who would would completely agree that the IRS is a disaster it needs to be completely re-reconstituted.
0: Well, yeah, but why, how is that? How is that something that that, that Chuck Schumer and the Democrats are going to do? They they were they were they were busy. Oh, they're
8: on it. They're
0: they were on it. they were busy covering for an Obama IRS that was harassing conservative groups. They're not interested in any kind of true reform of the IRS. Yeah,
8: well, they are, and. Right. It, 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 Whatever. But what you're talking about is the political side, and what I'm talking about is the economic side. I mean, this country needs a new, more effective way of collecting taxes.
0: Oh, and, and Well, yeah. And, what do you mean a more effective way? What's more effective than stealing it from our paychecks the way they're doing it now?
8: Well, I don't understand the stealing part. Well, but, it's it's you know. theft,
0: is what it is. It's 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 theft of income that that the founding fathers never envisioned happening by the federal government. So it is. It's absolutely theft. So re- what repeal- the
8: founding fathers envisioned means nothing.
0: Really, re- repe- it, it, it's a meaningless concept. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, Schumer. Here's here's what I think Schumer ought to do uh, to 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 ingratiate himself with uh, normal, average, everyday Americans is since uh, he, they do control the house and the house controls the purse strings and all that kind of stuff, why that's not? Why I, and I realized what, what what chamber of government is is the house, by the way? I'll, I'll have to ask Ocasio-Cortez. We'll figure that one out. That the, they're so funny. Yeah. But anyway, the, the house, they ought to begin operations to repeal the 16th Amendment to the Constitution is what they ought to do.
8: Okay. Well, you know that's not happening. And look – there there are a lot of things that could be done here that would make a lot of sense that 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 more than 60 votes could be acquired in the, in the senate at almost any time and and really it, it it's all going to happen here i mean the the pressure that's going to come on 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 the right in this country is going to be enormous as donald gets dumped on the the trash bin of history along with joe joe mccarthy so you know it's
0: all coming here. Right. So now, so, so now he's Joe McCarthy. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, I've always um, told you that. Right, well, well, here's the deal. So far, so good. Republicans in Mississippi came out. They refused to be intimidated. The race card is has been overplayed, and it, and 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 we always outplay it. Now it seems. And so things are going well. The the, the border is being contained. Uh, there's a lot of self deportation oh, going on, and 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 some people are going back home now, and and so they're they're boarding buses. So the caravans now going south instead of north. And so you know, standing pat, standing full, standing up for our borders is working, and standing up for what's right in Mississippi worked. And so I think things are things are going well. President Trump is now maybe going to pull the subsidies of GM because they've decided that uh, they're going to go the chicken crap way out and, and start firing people instead of actually making a better product. And so let's stop and, and paying Are you okay
8: them. with that? You're okay with, with the government interfering with private business? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> the government already interfered by subsidizing GM. So, so that that's interference in itself. So, of course, the government can giveth and taketh away. But, it, but here's here's what here's what here's what threatening to pull the subsidies will do. Maybe it'll get GM start to start building its Envision SUV in the U.S. instead of China. Why? Why is GM closing a plant in Ohio and still making cars in China and still taking yeah, just subsidies?
8: Like the, just like the just like the air conditioners, just like the Harley-Davidson's, none of this stuff is what you guys are claiming. And and look, Donald's theory was that his tax plan would attract all these people into the United States, but it turned out that the people on the right didn't know that in that tax plan was a special deal to allow these companies to take their businesses overseas and make more money from it I mean, it's all it's all a sham and it's a it's a it's a scam game but it doesn't matter because in a month less than a month when when the democrats take over in congress donald is finished
0: well i'll tell you one thing uh the the the, the truth always wins and 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 just to talk about gm back to gm for a second there's no, sure. reason, there's no reason why a company taking American taxpayer subsidies ought to be closing plants in the U.S. while making cars in China. It doesn't make why any sense.
8: Why are they sense. doing it? Why are they
0: doing it? Because it's cheaper for them to do it in China.
8: Well, of course, it's called capitalism. But,
0: but, but, Mark, the the, the reality is, though, if 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 it, it's it's not capitalism when the government is subsidizing an industry, and so and it's so,
8: capitalism. No,
0: it's not. It's it's okay. It's it's gov- government subsidies. That's not capitalism, and you know that. But the I, government
8: you know. subsidizes uh, companies all over I know. The, the, the range of American business. I That's understand that.
0: But 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 sometimes those subsidies come in the form of tax breaks or whatever, and I guess you can call that a subsidy. But they're not writing checks to to them like we are to GM, and so that's there's there's a little bit of a difference there. Anyway, I gotta go to yeah. uh, I gotta go to the Gateway. Hey, be
8: good. It's good. Do your thing.
0: Yeah, and and, and by the way, I'm really kind of uh, pleased though that they did you did you know uh, that the, when President Trump talked about the uh, less dangerous the less tear gassy tear gas they were using on the border there. You know
8: and, 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 and I, listen and, he's so I know he's so intelligent and his brain is so great that he figured all this stuff out. Listen, let's go get Stacy Newman. Let's go kick oh, her will. butt because that's because she because there's one place where we agree one thousand percent she is going down as far as I can see.
0: Yeah, well, uh, that's for sure, because there, there were people who were, uh, I was just talking about how excited I was, and I know you heard that about the uh, next generation yeah. of Radio Free Allman uh, coming in January, and, of course, you're going to be part of that as well. But but the uh, they were wondering, well, is Stacey Newman and her group going to come back? I said, I guarantee you they might try, but it's going to be a different uh, year for for them. So I'm just telling you. Anyway. All right,
8: man. No, that's for sure. And by the way, I when people ask me what's going on with you and Jamie, I just very simply explain. Go Google Radio Free Almond. It makes it simple. I don't have to talk about the platforms and everything else. It really helps to simplify it because people understand, okay, I'm going to Google Radio Free Almond, and then they can just do that, and it works. Yeah. All
0: right. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Okay, take care. You later. Thank you. Sorry about Mississippi.
3: Yeah,
0: and, you know, President Trump didn't mention too that uh, you know, with, with and it was less. It was it was really actually less, truly less dangerous uh, tear gas they were using. It was kind of like a watered down version. Then they had they had the the, the bubble gum flavored tear gas just for the kids. The Gateway Pundit, Jimmy Hoft. If if, that is, if he remembered I was calling him. Of course, is, is this is this really ringing? Like, morning. Uh, good morning this morning, Jim Hoft. How are you, buddy? Can you hear me? Hello, Jim. Yep. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay. I can hear you, too. Great. Oh, good. Hey, Great. Uh, I, I noticed that apparently the strategy on the part of the left in Mississippi to hang nooses over trees as a means of electing uh, one of their own uh, didn't seem to work out very well there in Mississippi now, did it? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
9: not this time. Not this time. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a nasty nasty race another nasty race for the democrats and uh once again jamie has showed that they're just a one trick pony they don't have any answers on anything policy but they sure can name call and uh they don't hesitate to hurl the racist label at anyone
0: yeah I and mean,
9: uh, that was that was pretty disgusting
0: <laughs> it definitely was i mean and, and it's funny how the news media at first didn't really report uh that the nooses were put there by supporters of Espy, uh, not supporters okay. of Hyde Smith, and for a while there, they tried to make it out that that was that was the case, and of course, it wasn't. And it was like it was like normally, wow. normally hanging a noose around a tree is a very menacing act. I mean, it, it, it's far more menacing than anything that Hyde Smith ever even actually said. And so then they come mm-hmm. out, and in order to to I guess. I, I, to, to attack the words of Hyde Smith, they decide to 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 offend people uh three times as much or four or five times as much by putting nooses around trees i it 's unbelievable, so yeah it didn 't work and and Mississippians are smarter than that, and that 's just the way it goes so uh I noticed yeah. and and by the way once again president trump 's magic wands, you know, that magic wand that was so eluded Barack Obama, not only during his presidency, but also in the aftermath of it. Uh, boy, President Trump arrives, and boom, you turn to gold. <laughs>
9: right, right. That's that, another notch on Trump's belt. And, uh, you know, thank God. Jamie, I'm so glad you pointed that out, too, because – these uh, leftist activists, of course, put the nooses out there around all these trees um, yeah, to play the race card. And the fact that the media, you know, skirts the whole uh, the, the issue. But there were also signs out there. The media didn't report much about that. But all these nasty signs that these Democrats put out on the state Capitol grounds also that were, uh, you know, uh, against uh, the, the Republican candidate Hyde Smith. So. Uh, It's just it's so nasty the way the media is today, Jamie. I've never seen it this bad. I've been reporting since uh, at the Gateway Pundit since 2004, and I have never seen the media so dishonest as they are today. Um, It's really despicable and uh, worrisome, really, because you just can't trust a single thing that they're reporting on anymore
0: yeah and and it's funny because you know those signs were out there and and I don't know what's gotten into c b s news but they were the only ones actually that reported that there were signs out there i mean some people are claiming somehow that that uh that the signs were made to disappear by the capitol police but c b s news and and this is not the the first time c b s news has actually seemingly come across as mildly fair and balanced. And, and But the rest of the crew, there's no hope for ABC or NBC or anybody else. But CBS uh, was the one actually who that's, – that's how I found out there were signs is because CBS reported where the other ones didn't even report that. So uh, that was an wow. interesting development. So I, I don't know uh, what, what they were thinking there, but boy. Uh, meanwhile, you're, you're giving really great coverage uh, as always on everything, but to, uh, to Hillary and Bill – in, to- in Toronto, the Hillary and Bill show. And I'm going to play a soundbite here really quickly from uh, you know, Hillary Trump Clinton.
4: Governs, well, he said today that, you know, his gut, in his opinion, is a lot smarter than most people's brains. So, I mean, literally you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's you
6: know, a dozen times a day. Your head is spinning. Um, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, my head isn't spinning as much as yours is when you're coughing for twenty minutes. Mm. That's for sure. So you're you're reporting to to that uh you know, I mean I never I never take delight in anybody's uh coughing fits. I mean I'm I'm sitting here kind of battling a a cold still. So I have sympathies for people who who have colds and things like that, but uh but this was another one of those uh, uncontrollable I mean she I, I mean she was she, I thought she was looking at Bill Clinton like she needed somebody to well, come and. Me
4: saying, wait a minute, why are we doing this? <laughs> Let's
6: try to stop
0: it. A, a I lady, mean, she puts the mic you know, down like and she was, starts. Uh, yeah,
6: go
0: yeah. ahead. I
9: was just gonna. I was just gonna say it. It looked like she was. Uh, yeah, turned to Bill and was uh, begging for assistance there for a second. You know, she was coughing her lungs out, and you know what's Something, Jamie is. Uh, uh During the election in two thousand and sixteen since the election, Hillary has fallen uh several times she broke her wrist she broke her uh, uh did she break a, a bone in her foot she 's uh passed out in the street she 's had numerous cough- coughing fits like this where she just can 't stop which is very unnatural this is This is not a healthy woman and yet when uh when we put those things up on the gateway pundit and just point out you know what's going on with Hillary uh she doesn't look very well um and she doesn't um uh, the then the media attacks uh websites like gateway pundit and calls us conspiracy theories <laughs> because we're uh noticing that she's falling apart in public she's falling down stairs you know breaking bones and uh you know can't can't seem to get through a speech without hacking a lung up so uh it's just uh, you know it's again the left will just do anything today to protect these Democrats. Um, I think it reminds me when I was growing up and I had a good Catholic mother like you, Jamie, and uh, I, and she would tell us, me and my brothers, about how Pravda in Russia and the Chinese media would always tell, they would never tell the truth, and you had to read between the lines. And that's what's happened in America today. When you read the mainstream media, it's just uh, – you know, dishonest story after dishonest story, and it's always to make the Democrats look good um, or like heroes and uh, the Republicans to look like, you know, these awful racist people. So, yeah, uh, again, it's just an unfortunate period in American history right now.
0: Right, and Jimmy, watching, watching Hillary Clinton simply fall apart physically is a reminder, really, in the end of... The Democrat Party, for as diverse as it claims that it is, it still is pretty much fronted by a bunch of old liberals who actually have made their way and haven't helped anybody around them. Nancy Pelosi, any female that has any swagger around her is quickly uh, euthanized, basically, politically – uh, the way she did with Ocasio Cortez, the way she did with uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and so you have you know Hillary Clinton, you have Nancy Pelosi, and you have Chuck Schumer, remaining as the faces of the Democrat Party, which basically is telling everybody how diverse it is. But the reality is, it's it's not diverse at all. I mean, it, it's it's represented by a bunch of these old, washed-up politicians.
9: <laughs> right truly and uh some of them don't seem to want to go away uh like like hillary she's still talking about possibly running in 2020 which is a complete joke yeah but uh you know the 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 other thing about this uh this this uh big launch of the hill and Hillary show last <laughs> night in toronto yeah. was the fact that uh hardly anyone showed up yeah people just don't care about bill and hillary anymore and you know Jamie, that, again, was something that we noticed during the election. There was just no energy for this person, for Hillary Clinton. She didn't show much energy, and neither did her base. Um, and yet uh, the, the media that continues to push her like she's, you know, this this goddess. Uh, but the people don't – they don't turn out to see her. And isn't that amazing? You compare that crowd that – she couldn't fill up half of this uh, auditorium last night with Bill Clinton, and you compare that to a Trump rally that's uh, – packed and uh, has hundreds outside generally at every rally he holds, wherever he is in in the U S. So just a a big difference. And of course, something the media is never going to tell your audience about.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's for sure. I'm I'm beginning to think too, Jimmy, that if it, if, if it really actually weren't for the mainstream media, which is, is the sole apparatus that is used by the democratic party to market itself. If it weren't for the mainstream media, Boy, they they would have they would have nothing. I mean, you know, obviously in in the run up to almost every election, it seems uh, the 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 left wing Democrat candidates always propped up artificially by the news media. It doesn't really necessarily seem to help them. Uh, you know, Stacey Abrams thought almost for sure she was going to be the next governor of Georgia, and and, and you know, uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke thought for sure he was going to be the next senator from texas and and Andrew Gillum thought for sure he would be the next governor of Florida, but the only reason they thought that is because they were cheerleaded by a uh cheerleading left wing media These people would have nothing if it weren't for the mainstream media
9: yeah isn't that amazing I'm sure it gives them about twenty points in every election in across the u s and uh what i what I think is just amazing, Jamie is the fact that um, that we have Republicans that continue to win across America. They have absolutely no um, support from the liberal media at, at any level. And uh, the fact that Republicans, you know, are going to have 53 senators now and uh, to, to 47 Democrat senators, including the two leftist uh, independent senators, uh, that's phenomenal. And we have a Republican president. How does that happen? Uh, it, it shows you that, It's hard as the media works to trash and really demonize Republicans uh, that uh, the the people of America still have a independent streak and they're going to go out and they see the truth. And thank God, because uh, this media, uh, as we know, it gives Trump like 90 percent, 92 percent was the last I saw negative coverage for Donald Trump. And yet uh, he continues to uh, to to hold like a 50 percent approval rating really unbelievable you know um when you think about it so yeah uh, I, I i i what's disappointing to me too when i continue to talk about this uh is that uh the left saw that uh they were they were losing their hold on uh the the news and on the distribution of uh you know what people were going to hear and listen to it so they really cracked down this past election right before the election jamie um, on conservative uh, websites, because that's where a lot of the power, that's where a lot of the uh, influence was coming from, and uh, so so they cracked down on a lot of the conservative uh, sites, and uh, uh, it's un- it's unfortunate because uh, I think that's where they're going to have some success. It's when they finally silence. Some of these other
0: right. voices,
9: like they did with uh, Jesse Kelly and uh, Laura Loomer, just recently on Twitter.
0: Right, I, I I saw that, and and again, that that's all that, that they've got going now is is to have, you know, these platforms that suddenly, you know, because you know, Facebook and Twitter are not going to allow what happened in 2016 to happen again, and we've got to be very prepared for that, and very prepared to have another route. Uh, that will be taken, and obviously, uh, the, the the your route has uh, the Gateway Pundit route has always been reliable in there, but still, they still have a way of limiting even uh, your exposure. So uh, that that's and, sure. and, and, and again, my my buddy Jimmy Haney here on on Facebook, I, I I sometimes coin phrases and then forget about them, but I call the uh, mainstream media's propping up of Democrat candidates uh, unicorn vision. Uh, so that that's a, so. make sure you hashtag that whenever you feel like it, uh, J- uh,
6: Jimmy <laughs> Hump. Uh, it's called Unicorn
0: vision, where they just have these fantasies out there that play out. But sometimes it does make a difference, though. I mean, I, to me, that Mississippi Senate race was closer than it needed to be, but it was only because of the news media basically just hammering every day that this woman is some kind of racist, even though I still can't figure right. out what that issue was. By the way, I know earlier in the week, oh, actually on, on Monday, I played the concession speech from Mia Love, which was very disappointing. I know you know her from the Tea Party days, and she was such a uh, rising, uh, reliable star. I found th- that her I, don't, I actually don't know whether you actually knew her or not, but I, I, I'm pretty much sure that most people in the Tea Party were aware of her. Uh, but, But It was very disappointing to see that concession speech where she uh, played that race card and talked about President Trump. It was really uh, quite shocking to me.
9: Yeah, disappointing. I mean, she was one of these uh, politicians who basically lost her mind with Donald Trump. I I still don't understand it, and uh, I I know you and I were early, early ones to get on that Trump train. But uh, I, I never understood that the just absolute hatred a lot of these uh, conservatives, so-called conservatives, had for Donald Trump. And uh, uh, it, it's, it's unbelievable to me that they still don't understand. Even Mia Love now, two years into the Trump administration, she still doesn't quite get what's going on. And she still doesn't understand that we need a voice that's going to fight back uh, or you're going to be destroyed in today's media. Uh, and in today's, you know, uh, Hollywood cultural world where we live in and Trump is a perfect person to, uh, take the reins and be a, a change agent and a uh, disruptor. He's exactly what we needed. And poor Mia Love, she just didn't, she just didn't get it. You know, and as Trump said, Mia Love showed me no love, yeah. you know, and, yeah. uh, he still is, uh, you know, that's how she went out. It's just unfortunate because she was a star, you know, she was, she was great. Everybody liked Mia Love, you know, she's attractive. She's a minority. She's uh, from Utah. She's a Mormon. She's got a wonderful history and a wonderful story, and she just blew it. So, uh, so long, Mia.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny how it was one of the points she made, which I thought was interesting, that she claimed that uh, that that the situation regarding the uh, President Trump's approach to her was transactional. Uh, more than it was relationship-based. But really, in the end, she was the one who desired the transactional relationship because President Trump's the one who came in, uh, recorded a robocall for her that w- had limited play. Her campaign made sure it had limited play uh, and, and who would wow. have certainly come and campaigned for her. And so uh, he was not th- – his his acts towards her – were anything but transactional, and and so I thought that was really a weird way for her to put it. But uh, but nonetheless, I thought I thought that she uh, she had a disappointing showing there, and it's too bad because she was really a uh, uh, a very promising uh, person uh, in 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 Republican politics, and yet she just imploded there, which is which is too bad. Uh, by the way, one of your top stories yeah. is you have this. Uh, <laughs> this this video of a student wearing a uh, "Make America Great Again" hat. Hang on here. I'll, I'm playing the sound for people now, Jimmy. Hang on. Okay.
10: So you're, you're admitting to discriminating against a certain group? No, no, no. You just you just said you're you're discriminating.
0: So this kid is wearing a, a, a "Make America Great Again" hat in the classroom, and, and this teacher is so freaking out.
6: We do have rules, which we push back against all the time, and we bend, and that's part of the nature of a high school. We have to constantly bend rules, all right? And part of that is the nature of who's here and why they're here, and the fact that, like, nothing is so steadfast that we have to be completely to the letter of it.
0: Now I'm going to take you to about three minutes in, because Jimmy has the whole tape up there. I'm not being asked. Yeah. And, and this is a I mean, teacher, okay, rules. by the way. Yeah, no. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give it. Define something go, as a religious symbol. <laughs> like, I,
10: I could have a pasta strainer it. as a religious symbol. the, like
6: the, that's the, really the length religious. of this conversation. That, that's an actual <laughs> church. Is there, is People wear
10: pasta strainers on their head. That's a church. We're not,
6: this isn't what we're talking about. It's taking too much time. So you need to make a choice. Well, I'm willing to participate
9: and
10: keep going with class. I don't understand what a hat has to do with it. If if a you need hat to bring is getting it up in, in the way, somebody who can help you if with a hat is getting in the way of them. nearly like 30 young adults, like if this okay, if you're hat bothers you, in a position
6: you. where I'm either going to gather everybody up and go to another classroom, and you can remain here, like an asshole, or you can take your hat off, or you can go talk to an AP about it.
0: So that's a teacher in a classroom calling a student an a-hole for wearing a make America great again hat in the classroom. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, unbelievable, and, isn't it? Yeah. And this is in, uh, where is this actually, this is in, uh, um, what, 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 what state or city is this? Well, in? I we, can't see
9: it. we, we had a little difficulty, uh, uh, nailing down where this happened, but, um, it was put up this week on Monday. So, uh, I uh, I'm sure some people I haven't followed up on it. I know, uh, some people were looking into where it happened yeah, and right. when exactly this was. But uh, the, the video first popped up on Monday. So, uh, again, just a disgusting attack. Um, at, obviously, this wasn't staged. This was something that actually occurred in a classroom across America where some kids, you know, wearing a hat and the teacher flips out because it says Trump. I, I, you know, it's it's we're living in a really polarized time and they they want to blame it on Trump. And yet uh, you, you see, you know, the reaction of the left. From anyone who challenges them and challenges their power, or challenges their uh, you know failed policies, this is how they react. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, and and, and th- this is a situation where uh, you know it, people in, in in apparently in this school. It's my understanding, even from the comment section, that this school allows people to wear hats. That 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 say things on them. They can they can wear a hat that says Nike on it, uh, and 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 since mm-hmm. since Nike supports, for instance, um, a political movement, and that is the take a knee to the flag movement, is that considered a political movement? Uh, right. And, and, and right. And make America great again. You know, might represent some kind of political movement. But if you can wear a Nike hat you can certainly wear a make america great again hat in the classroom. and i understand schools have, you know, certain comportment, you know, uh, w- 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 rules regarding how you dress and that kind of thing as long as they're applied consistently. but it, but if they're not applied consistently, then they don't they don't they're, they're then then they don't have any teeth. and apparently in this school, according to some of the comments i'm seeing here, they don't apply their rules consistently. Like I'll support an administration that 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 applies its rules consistently. Uh but but if it doesn't and it's just a, some rules are good for some people and not for others, then I'm not going to I'm not going to support any school administration under those circumstances.
9: Yeah, absolutely. The double standard is is worse than uh having no standards at all.
0: Yeah, that no no it, doubt but, about it. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Well, I want to also say uh, too, because i and I, I, I obviously can talk offline uh, with you about this as well. Uh, my, my, much like Kasich wanted to talk offline to Stephanopoulos about his future run for president, you see that? I'll just talk. Uh, to you. I'll talk to you offline and take all your ideas. It's like the future, the leader, the future leader of the free world wants to. W- wants to get advice from George Stephanopoulos before he decides to run. That's that. That's that's promising. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, I did want to tell you though <laughs> uh, th- that I would love to have uh, you uh, ultimately, um, possibly, have a role in the next generation of radio freeman. As I was telling people earlier, I'm ultimately going to have a. Uh, come January, I will I will be on another local radio station here in town. I can't really discuss which one it's going to be quite yet, because uh, I haven't actually nailed it down. But I have a couple of things that are hopping hopping right now, so that's going to provide the fifth platform for which Radio Free Almond is disseminated throughout the the land. So I've got the uh, the I mean have the YouTube platform, and of course the podcast, and of course the Facebook, and of course the stream. But the dial position is another added way. Uh, that we're ultimately going to be making a full run at Flip Phone Radio uh, across the city. And so we're, we're going to take Fantastic. some of those people out. So, so we're, uh, we're, I just want to see if uh, there's a possibility. Ultimately, I'd love to be able to have uh, Gateway Pundit even have its own show, ultimately, on the network, on the stream. Because we're gonna we're gonna be broadcasting twenty four seven, uh, so uh, you and I could talk about that. But I know people really love uh, you on the show, and 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 have certainly appreciated uh, your support of Radio Free Almond from the very beginning. I mean, you're one of those people who helped me rebuild yeah. uh, the the almond brand after it was the, the attempted toppling of it. And so I want to make just make right. sure that that uh, that people. Uh, so if you get some messages from people saying for sure get get it going on that's where it's coming from is me wanting uh, a gateway pundit right. presence on on there so um uh, we'll talk more about Thank that though yeah buddy
9: congratulations that's great great news
0: well i couldn't have done it without people uh people like you so i really do appreciate you uh a heck of a lot and thanks a ton brother all right thanks jamie all right that is uh jimmy hoff the gateway pundit yeah so give him a give him a a little shout out if you can and encourage him to uh, be part of the well Jimmy Haney did overnight to KGMO the voice of what is that the voice of Good morning, everybody. Live from the Discovery Design Truck Care Manufacturing Studios, it's Radio Free Almond. Thank you, by the way. Speaking of people supporting the show, thank you to my buddy, Michael Proctor. Proctor spelled like Dr. com. Window fashion is where it's at these days. You can really do a lot with your home and your uh, your office space. Eric Naputi, Naputi Wellness, he took me up on uh, the... Michael Proctor Love, and he went ahead and did the entirety of his uh, South County office with a Proctor Drapery project, window treatment project. It looks beautiful down there. And Michael Proctor's available to you seven days a week. He's celebrating his 45th year in the window treatment business. I was actually hearing somebody on some other network talking about the they, they, they were selling window they were doing so i can 't remember what the name of the company was, but there was some major kind of you know window treatment company national wise and they were talking about uh, they were talking about how they were going to they had a you, they have a, a online or some person you call who's a interior designer or something so they they deal with the window treatments and you have to go to somebody else to talk about interior design and e- even though this person apparently is free or whatever it still is a hassle why not why not go to a person like michael proctor who's already an interior designer and he's built into the product it's him seven days a week his mobile design unit he comes right to your doorstep he'll do whatever you want with your home or your office and he's got a great value attached to it and he's a super guy and a longtime supporter of Radio Free Almond. so I appreciate that very much as well. Also, uh, Brandy had messaged me earlier on Facebook here on on our live feed here, and said that uh, and said that she saved four hundred dollars with uh, my other one of my other sponsors, and that is Matthew Mitchell and the Matthew Mitchell Allstate Agency eight five five quote me is the number for Matthew. And I guarantee you, car, home, life—you'll tear up whatever policy you have now with somebody else. Once you have him give the once over to your uh, to your operation. Eight five five, quote me. I gotta go and get this. Uh, I gotta go and get a new lamp. I don't know whether you guys have noticed that my lamp is gone. Do you guys notice that kind of stuff? Sometimes people don't. Uh, and and uh, but but I my lamp, my little. Um, Where did I get that? I got it at the, oh, uh, uh, gosh, almost Bed Bath & Beyond. You know I'm going to try to find this Tom Steyer ad. This Tom Steyer guy's a real jackass, I'm telling you. He's the Never Trump guy. <laughs> do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Big city. Freeway? I guess it's, hold and I'm trying to find it. I love I love how these guys do. I found it. I had it going on. I had it at some point. Oh, there it is. Okay. So Tom Steyer is the never Trump guy who wants to impeach President Trump. The need to impeach. No, Morgan, it's not the leg lamp. It's the other one. It's the um. It's it was a lamp I bought. Actually, had two of them, and one of them broke, and then the other one, the bulb just went out on it. But it's kind of jumpy anyway. Is it Bed Bath and Beyond? I, I need to have. I need to get my little coupon and get back there again. Buy a couple more lamps. The problem is, though, this is one of the problems with 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 those kinds of uh, those kinds of places where you're going to get home uh, decor. Yeah, it was like an Edison lamp, Jimmy, with a bulb, the bulb. I like those. Is you know we move it every day. You know I got to put it back and forth and back and forth, and I guess it's wear and tear. But you know, I mean, but it's also was cheap. It was like twenty bucks. So maybe the fact that I bought some cheap lamp is the pro- is the real problem, and I didn't invest in something that was more stable. But I don't know. I'll Have to get I'll get that find that lamp. Nothing better than Dionne Warwick and Burt Bacharach, right? What a great team. I love Dionne Warwick. And I don't care about her whole, her little thing about the, uh, was she into astrology or something? Because I believe that stuff, so I don't, I don't, what was she doing? She was doing, um, What was she? This is back when people smoked on airplanes too. People back when people smoked on airplanes. And 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 they had the the background singers and the horns and what a team. Bert Bacharach's cool anyway. Great name too, Bert Bacharach. No, could get much better than that when you're a pianist and a and a composer, do you really? Maybe Marvin Hamlish, I don't know. Yes, psychics. I don't know. You never know. I'm not a big... I I love uh, the astrology thing I definitely am into because I I definitely believe in that stuff. You know, signs and, you know, astrological signs and birth orders and birth dates and sun signs and water signs. I love all that stuff. I do. I can't believe people smoked on airplanes. Can you believe people smoked on airplanes those days? I mean, I I was on airplanes when people were smoking on them, but it's hard to believe that that people smoked on airplanes, though. You know? (laughs) Like, if somebody did that now, you'd be like, what the hell? And I'm am a big I'm a big smoker freedom guy. I mean I, I I don't I don't I don't support all the smoking bans and you know all that kind of stuff. I don't I don't do all that kind of stuff. I don't, I'm not a big you know ban smoking here, ban smoking there. I'm thinking if if you don't like smoke, don't go in there. That's my my viewpoint. You don't have a right to go into a restaurant, a smoke free restaurant. If 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 the the restaurant is a smoking restaurant, then that might be a choice that you're not going to make to. To have dinner in sorry to sense sentence in the proposition, but I didn't, yeah, so just don't go there a bar, whatever, just don't go there a plane you're a little more captive audience there um you know where where you're a little more captive audience in terms of you know choices, and you're you're basically in a in a metal cylinder. So I, I I could I could understand why they kind of said eh, maybe that's not really a good idea because those are people those are people who are like like at that point they have to you know if you're flying to San Jose if you know the way to San Jose and you're flying to San Jose and you're kind of like uh, you're in, you're there you're basically just you know trapped so I can I can see that is it really true though. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, Trish, I know. I, my mom smoked all the time. <laughs> Paula, is it true that you couldn't smoke during takeoff and landing, or are you just joking? It's like like that would make a difference. Like, it's like your cell phones, which I still don't get. I still think you can use your cell phones. I don't know how to. They, but they, uh, but they, they, I think they, so it's true they, they said you couldn't smoke on on takeoff and landing, huh? That's pretty interesting. That's funny, though, because you know it doesn't make any difference. Jimmy's like, well, you have to, if you don't like the smoke on the airplane, just roll the windows down. It's like, yeah. I remember as a little kid when my mom would smoke, and it'd be wintertime, and she'd be smoking in the car, and uh, and she... uh. I sometimes would crack the window and kind of (laughs) breathe out the window. (laughs) You know, so what? I think my mom smoked when she was pregnant. I mean, that's what people just did that back in the day. They didn't know. They didn't really know any better. They were drinking highballs and smoking cigs, eight months pregnant. It's like, you know... (laughs) Oh, I mean, those were the days when people weren't so like worried about everything, you know, I mean, just it was it was just like, you know, and then, yeah, it wasn't really very healthy for you. I get it. But it wasn't the end of the world either. You know, I, I I would not recommend smoking and drinking eight months pregnant. I'm not saying that, but I didn't know. I didn't I didn't you know, I didn't think I wouldn't think that it was a bad, bad thing. And I have maintained uh, before. I, I said this actually on when I was with JC uh, that smoking saves lives. That was my that was my big uh, mantra then because I told the story about how I was at U City, U City High, and uh, this is back in '79 or '80, and. Back in 79 or 80, and I, I, one morning, I went out before school to the handball courts and smoked a cig on the handball courts, and suddenly I hear chaos, and I hear, like, a, sh- a gunshot and all that kind of stuff, and somebody had been walked in the hallway of the school and shot, shot somebody. I was just shooting at the at, at U City, and I normally like am in that hallway, and so I maintain that smoking saves lives because I was not shot because I was smoking a cig out at the handball courts. So it's my thing. It's kind of a stretch. I get it. I understand that. I get it. I understand, but that's the way it goes. Speaking of smoking, how about a cigar? The, the uh the cigar is free when you mention Radio Free Almond. And when you mention Jamie Alman when you go to Santino Cigars and Cocktails right there on Vogel Road in in beautiful Arnold. So you walk in, they have the walk in humidor and everything. And it's beautiful. And speaking of like it like people who are bothered by smoke, you know, Mike uh, has has basically invested in like a Las Vegas style air filtration system. So, like for instance, at the casinos in Las Vegas, you, 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 people smoke, but you can't even tell people are smoking because they have such an exhaustive exhaust system that they manage to basically just uh, move it all out, and boom, you're you know, you're you're off to the races, and and, and you can you, your your clothes aren't smelling like smoke to the degree that they normally would. And so he's got a great filtration system there. Anyway, if you uh, want a free cigar along with that uh, glass of whiskey and the, the rare whiskeys, the rare gins, the rare vodkas, he's got it all there, uh, plus 84 different craft beers, 180-plus different kinds of liquors. In fact, you can actually, if you like the liquor a lot, if you like the, the whiskey a lot, he might have a bottle he can sell you too. So walk in there for happy hour or beyond. And tell them Alman sent you, and you're on your way to getting a free cigar when you mention my name. So I appreciate uh, all of you, and appreciate uh, Santino Cigars and Cocktail's support as well. Speaking of, uh, of things you're breathing in, you see, uh, I'll get, let, me just get, let me bookmark this Steyer thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to him in a second. I don't get these people. These people just are such babies about everything. They just won't let it go. And they they are they're just uh, crazed about President Trump, and they and they're obsessed with him, like the Jeff Flakes and 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 the and the and the and the, uh, the 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 other people, as this Tom Steyer guy who wants to impeach Trump. It's like, what you, how do you, how do you think that's a good thing for the country to continue to talk like that when you have nothing to impeach him over? Like, what's wrong with you? Why why are you so bitter? Crazy. Anyway, here President Trump is getting hazed over his That's discussion the of the uh, of of the uh, of the tear gas situation and the tear gas they're using, and of course everybody's uh, comparing it to uh, the the Holocaust and, and 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 everything else, and 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 trying to act as if uh, we are Nazi Germany because we are uh, we're using tear gas on people, even though Barack Obama did it back in two thousand thirteen. We're the ones who are getting uh, attacked for using it in trying to defend our border, but President Trump uh, talked about how this kind of tear gas, and actually, it is true that the tear gas they're using is a modified version of tear gas. Like it's it's a different kind of tear gas. It's not designed. Uh, the kind of, it's not like, it's not like military grade in, uh, particularly, but listen to these guys and how they describe what's going on here. ...to stop migrants trying to rush into the U.S. U.S. Customs and Border Control Commissioner said more than
8: 1,000 migrants tried to storm the border on Sunday. Mexico's government said it was about 500 69 people suspected of crossing illegally were arrested in California. Mexican officials say 98 others are being deported. I will
0: tell you, in defense of CBS, CBS News actually, uh, like, like, for instance, they were the ones who reported that there were signs indicating that those nooses down in Mississippi were actually put there by liberals, not white supremacists. And CBS News was the only national news outlet that reported that. The other ones completely ignored that fact. So the insinuation remained that it was a bunch of racist Mississippians who put the put the nooses over the trees when actually it was it was actually liberals who did it. But CBS was the only one that reported that. I've noticed even during this whole caravan crisis deal that CBS has probably been the most fair i can't quite figure out why or or what the situation is, but they they kind of actually have been it, 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 well we we'll take what we can get let's put it that way from the networks and it seems like they are that they're the most fair even and 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 that's not saying much, but still they seemingly at least are reporting certain facts, even the reporter in this story that uh they're about to pitch to actually didn't do half bad of a job in terms of just being. Uh, not, it didn't come across as biased and and the writing didn't seem to be biased but that's not you know, saying a lot necessarily because it, it did seem like they were a little bit slanted but CBS has probably done the best the job. The Department of Homeland Security says more than 600 of the thousands of migrants are convicted criminals. Maria
8: Virial is on the border. You're in- actually
0: never gonna that, most networks didn't even report that the, the the convicted criminals element there, six hundred of these people, that's a lot of people. That that that's a lot of convicted criminals. Six hundred convicted criminals. Believe me, if there were six hundred convicted criminals at a Trump rally of ten thousand people, can you imagine the outcry from the networks if if that were the case? And a Trump rally? If there were six hundred convicted criminals, that'd be that'd be the story of the century, right? But again, most of these outlets haven't reported that, and that's CBS News. So again, we'll take what we can get. From Mexico, right? Maria. Good morning. Good morning, Maria.
4: Well, good morning. The Trump administration's strong stance on immigration is not deterring the migrants.
0: Now, keep in mind, Maria Villarreal. Is obviously of Hispanic descent, and so when she says Tijuana and Honduras and that kind of thing, that's kind of something you would expect. I, I don't really, I don't really need to hear Harris Faulkner on Fox News going Honduras and Nicaragua. It's like Harris, you're you're American, okay? You don't have to say Nicaragua. You know, it's it's Nicaragua. It's okay. Guatemala, it's like no, it's Guatemala. It's okay, you're you're American. It's fine. You don't have to sit there. That, that's what's one of the funniest things. I look, I wish I could put together a montage of all the uh, like the the white or American news anchors trying to be all because you know o, Obozo used to do that all the time. Oh uh, yeah, uh, um, let me. I, I have to tell you. Meanwhile, in, uh Nicaragua, it's like, dude, it's Nicaragua. It's okay. I'm moving now to make sure that people in Honduras are... It's like, what are you... Who are you? You're, you're not, you're not you're, with Univision. You're the President of the United States. Nicaragua! It's like, thank you, white lady. <laughs> it's funny. You should be... I don't know whether you... you pay, I, at this point, you don't pay... I, I pay attention to that stuff because I have um, a a part of my brain that focuses on nonsense, and so I'm really pretty good at that, uh, of picking up on things like that because I notice that kind of stuff because I'm shallow. (laughs) It's the shallow part of me that picks up on that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's good to be shallow sometimes. It's fun to be shallow. Like, isn't it shallow? It's pretty shallow for me to joke around about tear gas, right? And it's true. He talked about tear gas here and and, uh, talked about the cleaner tear. And everybody's mocking him for the the cleaner tear gas thing. Uh, But it actually is. And then I made the advanced joke that there was actually like bubblegum flavored tear gas just for the kids. That's pretty funny, isn't it? I think it's funny. I don't want kids being tear gassed, but I think that's funny. Tell you the truth. The shallow part of me thinks that's funny.
4: The shelter in Mexico, in fact, just a few minutes ago, about a dozen, told us. They admitted they were just... By the way, if,
0: if, if these people like uh, Harris Faulkner and, and these other Americans are going, Tijuana and Honduras and Guatemala, uh, why don't they say Mexico? But they say Mexico, like even she does.
4: The U.S. border, they tried to sneak in, and they were turned away by Border Patrol agents. It's eerily quiet on the Mexican border along the Tijuana River. Border Patrol agents are at attention. I
0: like I like the way she says Tijuana because she's she's Hispanic and it makes sense. And plus, it's you know it's, it's kind of cool how she says Tijuana. I've never heard Tijuana. Sp- it's eerily it way.
6: quiet
4: on the Mexican border along the Tijuana River. Border Patrol agents are at attention, backed by newly wired fencing to discourage migrants from crossing. over.
0: Spanish is actually when, when you hear people speak it. It's actually, it's, it's, there's a reason why it's a romance language. It's actually a very, very nice language, actually, to tell you the truth. But if you're American, just say it. Stop with your Guatemala. What? You're from Kirksville. Guat- no, I'm not from, I'm from Guatemala.
4: It's a major contrast to the chaos on Sunday. When agents deploy tear gas and rubber bullets to turn the Central American... Minor- rubber
0: bullets? That's the time to have the... <laughs> That's what... Rubber bullets.
4: ...away. At a roundtable in Mississippi last night, President Trump strongly defended Border Patrol's response.
0: First of all, the tear gas is a very minor form of the tear gas itself. Uh, it's very safe. The ones that were suffering to a certain extent were the people that... We're putting it out there. We have cherry-flavored tear gas. We have blueberry-flavored tear gas. And bubblegum-flavored tear gas for the kids.
4: Nearly 6,000 migrants are waiting for answers at this sports complex in Tijuana. They are sleeping in tents while Mexican federal police stand nearby, ready to use force if needed. The Mexican government was not ready for a group this size. I mean,
0: I will have to tell you, this is a pretty fair report. I mean I, I'm I'm actually kind of like I'm there's, there's uh, normally when I'm playing a a national network report I'm stopping it like every 10 minutes I'm sorry every 10 seconds to to rail on it or or criticize it and and I I'm finding that this CBS this morning report is pretty much right down central here I mean it's it's really not bad I mean, and, and, and they didn't even mock the president because what the president said there is true it's true it's true the crown has made it clear the tear gas tastes so perfect this year it's no it's it's uh they didn't even mock him for that most people did oh clean tear gas <laughs> it's like well actually no it, it is actually a, a different version of tear gas we're using at the border that they would use, let's say, on some kind of uh, armed, violent insurrection. There are degrees to which you can actually uh, do that kind of thing. Then and, and and they uh, they you know, they they, they they it's true. It's kind of like when when Casey was in here and he 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 said, "Yeah, President Trump thinks stopping fires is just by, by raking leaves." It's like, actually, President Trump is right. I mean, I, I I understand that when he was there, you know, it was kind of actually kind of funny when he called, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, paradise, you know, burned to the ground, and he called it pleasure. I mean, you know, that's funny. I mean, come on, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but uh, but 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 when he talked about raking leaves, essentially, and he, and he really didn't say raking leaves, but but forest floor management and forest management is is that does involve. Keeping combustible, composting, natural material from causing wildfires. Uh, the, the fires that we saw in California were not caused by somebody not, you know, putting water on their campfire. It wasn't one of these smoky... Ba- now, only you can prevent forest fires. It's like, yeah, you can, uh, Smokey Bear, by getting your ass back into the forest and managing it better. Don't tell me about my cigarette butt. Don't clump your cigarette butts. No, no, make sure your fire campfires put out. Well, really, Smokey Bear, because that's not necessarily what's causing forest fires. Actually, Smokey Bear, only you can prevent forest fires. Not me, you. Bear, talking bear, you, weirdo. Only you, and it's like, and 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 I, I guess that's how a bear would talk. If a bear would talk, they decided that a bear would have a deep voice. Only you who can prevent forest fires. It's like you're a bear. You're talking. Go away. Get back into the forest, and and manage the forest so we don't have any more fires. Well, Jamie, that's not very nice of you to say. I'm trying to get you not to throw your cigarette butt out your window. It's like, that's not what's causing forest fire, Smokey. Anyway, let's go back to this report.
4: Two weeks, you can see thousands of people have grouped in here. They continue to come day by day. This is where they eat, sleep, shower, and even go to the bathroom. Karina Gutierrez is a mother of three from Honduras.
0: I like that, even go to the bathroom. It's like, well... You'd, you'd assume that like if they they're sleeping there and showering there, there would be like a bathroom around you know what I mean They even go to the bathroom here at this makeshift camp. It's like where do you where else do you think they're going to go to the bathroom? It'd be great if like, well, they eat, sleep and shower here, but they go to the bathroom in Mexico City. It's like <laughs> no they go to, they, they go to the bathroom right there, I'm sure. They had all these porta potties and stuff set up. Where's the stage for the rock band? That's what I'm wondering. This looks like a Bonnaroo festival.
4: To come I'm sorry, Bonnaroo. Ba- ba- eat, sleep, shower, and even go to the bathroom. Karina Gutierrez is a mother of
0: three from Honduras. She arrived. See, she's so, but she's Hispanic, so when she goes Honduras, it's like makes sense. It doesn't make sense when Brett Baer says, Honduras. It's like, dude, stop with your, you're from Virginia.
4: With the caravan 16 days ago and says the shelter's conditions are terrible. The no tiene they have no water, de water de to drink. We have no food, she says. The bathrooms are overflowing and contaminated.
0: Yeah, try going to a KISS concert. They don't have that there either. It's like you're, you're, you came here... Uh, from out of nowhere, and you're complaining that there's no food or water, and the bathrooms are not clean. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? I mean, what do you, what do you want? I mean, what, what, what do you think we we're going to have? You know, uh, you're going to come to the border, and 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 there'd be a drury inn for you. What are you thinking? Here in this encampment. The bathrooms are overflowing. It's like yeah, you're in an, you're in an encampment.
4: Iwana Secretary of Social Development Mario Ozuna says the shelter is over capacity by about two thousand. There is
0: no continental breakfast here. I am I'm very upset about this
10: people we
4: are not prepared to take in more people he says there isn't a city in the world who could be prepared but some have had enough at this tent run by the international organization for migration about 60 to 100 people a day are lining up to voluntarily go back to their home country
0: now that's awesome news i mean that's like good that should have actually been the lead but that's okay
4: the Department of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, said in a statement the violence we saw at the border was entirely predictable. We will continue to prepare for the next assault while looking for lasting solutions with Congress. Now, on the flip side, the Mexican government is now asking the U.S. to conduct a full investigation of the non-lethal weapons aimed at Mexican territory. Biana? This is a new Mexican president uh, takes office this weekend. Mireya, thank
0: you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm serious. That, not that, bet. That, that, it's not a bad. That was not. Quality. That was not a. You know, as as a, when it comes to, uh, like news events, and 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 uh, when it comes to reporting on the news, that really wasn't. Uh, that really was not a bad story. i I'm, I mean, I, I'm feeling like that's really kind of a. Um, that's a. That's a. Uh, that's a pretty good development. I, I, I'm listening to that story, and, and the only reason I stopped it was to make jokes and be petty. But other, but but really, the story itself was pretty good. Boy, you, I played you that earlier with uh, Jimmy Hoth, the Gateway Pundit, and what the uh, situation was with this Make America Great Again hat in that school and, and the teacher calling the kid an a-hole for wearing the hat and everything else. And again, generally... Uh, I will I will support uh, an administration in its rules as it relates to dress codes and things like that, as long as the as, as long as the dress code and and the enforcement of it is applied consistently. But if it's not, then then uh, then it then it uh, then it needs to go away or it needs to be exposed. And for instance, I I if you're going to call a Make America Great Again hat a political hat, and and you can't wear it, then a Nike hat is the same way, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I Either you ban all hats, or you allow all hats. But you can't just ban some hats that you don't like. Because believe me, there are people wearing Obama shirts and all kinds of things in, in, uh, in schools all throughout Obama's administration, and nobody got toyed with. All right, so speaking of schools, so... Uh, there's a private university in uh, in New Jersey, and, and it's called Ryder University. And the university basically removed Chick Fil A as a choice for students to have on campus, and they and they said it's based on the company's record of. Uh, widely perceived to be in opposition to the LGBTQ community. In previous surveys, like they, like what they do is they have surveys, and they ask the kids, hey, uh, you know, what kind of food would you like on campus? This time they didn't even give the kids a choice. Now, it'd be different if the kids decided that they were, didn't want Chick-fil-A on campus because it was, they didn't, they didn't like its politics or whatever. I, I understand if the kids at a private university were given the choice and, and then said, no, we don't want it, that they would say that I could understand that that would be a thing. That's, that's fine. But when, when the university doesn't even allow the kids to choose one way or the other, like they, they don't even have the choice now, they've taken the choice away, that becomes a little bit different of a story. So uh, Chick-fil-A, and, th- and this is uh, the AP reporting on this, and, th- and that's, uh, and I think this is fairly balanced as well. Uh, Chick, It says here in the AP story, Chick-fil-A, boy, Chick-fil-A is amazing, though. The one near me, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. That thing is full. The lot is full. Uh, the lines are long. And yet I will tell you that in spite of the lot full, line long thing, uh, things move pretty fast, based on my experience actually going there. Things, it's, it's like rocket fast. It's amazing what they, the, the kind of uh, regimen they have going there. Chick-fil-A has supported Christian values. Its corporate purpose is, quote, to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us. Chick-fil-A says it has uh, no policy of discrimination against any group. Uh, and, and and Ryder says, well, we we get it that it that it might be perceived as a form of exclusion, but uh, we want to be faithful to our values of inclusion. So now they're going to have a campus forum on the issue and everything else over Chick-fil-A because the corporation has a certain uh, policy. I think they've given money to uh, people who were uh, anti-gay marriage or whatever. But, you know, remember when all this became like a big-ass deal, they uh, – there were there were even gay people who went to that uh, a Chick Fil A when there was this big nationwide protest or something, and and they went there because it's good. <laughs> so they, they 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 went to the place and and, and because they like the actual product. But you know what? Here's the deal: if the students there chose to not have it there because of their own particular viewpoints, to me. That would be a perfectly reasonable thing, but it's kind of weird to go ahead and decide unilaterally that they're not even going to be able to choose. That seems to me to be kind of weird, Uh, and and especially when you are talking about wanting to promote a record of inclusion, and then you decide you're just simply going to uh, bar even the choice being made. That doesn't seem to be very inclusive. And again it's none of my business because it's a it's a private university but it just kind of goes to show you how weird some of these people in 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 the university community can be when it comes to uh what they do and, and the and the choices they make. Trevor Noah was uh being interviewed on uh GMA day and I guess it's with uh, Michael Strahan and uh what's your face? I can't remember her name. I can't whatever. Anyway, it was pretty interesting uh, because you know, a lot of people are very excited about all this, and kind of uh, they're weirded out by the, uh, the the Trevor Noah being so worshipy about Barack Obama and and uh, his brain freezing and everything else. But a lot of what Trevor Noah said here was actually pretty funny, to tell you the truth. And generally, it wouldn't normally get a whole lot of. Uh, Attention, uh, like like if like if somebody kind of joked the way he he's doing it, I'm going to play it for you here. Some people would be like, "Oh, whoa, that's not uh, that's not that's not kosher." But it but because he was joking about AIDS. But more power to you if you're a liberal uh, and you joke about AIDS and you get away with it, then um, then 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 more power to you. But but you would never get away with that as a Republican. You know what I mean? And, and and you'd actually never get away with a story about freezing up and being so amazed at President Trump when he's in the room, because that would be you you worshiping a white supremacist and a they call you a fanboy and Trumpy and Trumpanzi and everything else. And so, but but more power to him. I mean, I, I I have no problem with this, and in fact, I think Trevor Noah was pretty funny when he was. I don't like this guy on a show. But but he was pretty funny when he was talking about it to, to the like, Obama him. story. Right. Which I, I, you embarrassed... I mean, it was pretty embarrassing.
10: It was really embarrassing, but you know what? I I, I got to meet uh, President Obama in the White House, and it was one of the most amazing experiences, but, mm-hmm. like, we get there. And you know what happens is when you meet people who are beyond famous, like, there are some people where you just... you lose what your brain is supposed to be doing, so the mouth, the brain, nothing connects, nothing works. So, like, when he walked in, I was, I was like... In my head, I was like, oh, yeah, bro, you know, President Obama's gonna walk in, and I'll say this to him, I'll make a joke about Africa, Africa me, Africa him, Africa thing, <laughs> you know? And then he walked... Walked in, and he was like, uh, Trevor, and I was just like, <laughs> 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 I did, and I honestly didn't know what to say, we, 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 and we had a good time, we had this interview, and I tell the story in the special about how the worst part was, it was just a moment where my brain froze, because he asked me about this event, and he was like, uh, Trevor, you know, I'm doing a little thing uh, for my AIDS, and I'd hope uh, that you'd be there, and I was like, AIDS? You, you have AIDS? And he was, I was like, what? <laughs> And, my, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "No, what you?" And then he, and then, and then he explained. And I mean, it's obvious now. Don't get me wrong; it's obvious now. But it, like, it threw me off completely. Like, we don't say that where I'm from. We don't have like, you know, one's going like, "Ah, let me introduce you to my aides." That's not a thing in Africa. And I get it now. I totally get it. But it was like one of the craziest moments to have with the president. But he was nice about it. He didn't laugh at me. He didn't insult me. Boy, you, you got to be, you're, you're,
0: you're lucky and liberal. If you can joke about AIDS, and and, and 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 get away with it, you know what I mean. Like, and, and to tell you the truth, that's funny. But I guarantee you, if that came out of the mouth of anybody else, it'd be the horror of the day. People would be freaking out over that. Well, even even the mere mention of Africa, you know, and Obama would be would be. It would be the outrage of the day if this were some kind of, you know, uh, deal with, with with anybody else. But more power to Trevino. Because actually, it it's actually was pretty funny. Like, wait a minute. You have AIDS? It's like, that's generally not acceptable humor if you're even if you're on the right or if you are remotely or if you're white or whatever. So some people get away with stuff. That's all. That's all. Uh, but and then some people don't. For instance, uh, Lewis Black. Like I've always liked Lewis Black. I've, I've I've liked a lot of these comedians until they have become political. Uh, and sometimes they are political, but they can be funny. As opposed to political, but like you know, to hear a comedian call President Trump racist is kind of like, dude, really? It's kind of like hearing. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Springsteen. It's like. Dude, shut up. I, mean, I love your music and everything else, but please stop giving me reasons to despise you. Cuz I love his music. Anyway, so Lewis Black is pretty funny. And 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 I I've, I've heard his comedy. Uh, you know, one of my favorite um I there's there's the 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 comedy uh show that's on uh XM satellite which I which I like. And and, and so I I listen to it all the time, and and sometimes it can be a little dicey, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Louis Black is kind of a Bernie bro, so he's kind of like a a left-wing guy, but he actually is normally pretty funny uh, when he's talking about other stuff. So anyway, he's on the Today Show uh, with these humorless people, and he makes a joke that actually is anti-Trump, but I actually think it's pretty funny. Even if it, even though it's anti-Trump, I actually think it's pretty funny. But these simpletons in the Today Show audience and on the Today Show actually don't get it. I think they're afraid to laugh about it because not it's not because it's anti-Trump, but because it even uses the term stroke, and I guess you know, the you know, anti-stroke association. They're they're afraid they're going to get boycotted by them or something, so they they don't so they don't laugh at the joke. Everybody's a coward in the, in the in the corporate media, these people are such babies. I was actually surprised that that show with Trevor Noah where they laughed. I'm surprised he got away with it, but Strahan's black, so he'll get away with anything. That's kind of how it works in 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 the broadcasting industry whatever you you have to be uh you don't get away with things if you're white. let's put it that way so anyway the uh Lewis Black is pretty funny here i mean i you know I'm I'm impressed,
1: but, but they most weren't. of the time it's like uh, I pick up the newspaper every day. It's like you go, wow, I don't even uh, fresh. They're writing it for me.
10: <laughs> is, that, is that hard with everything that's going
0: on? It's, it's almost hard to do comedy. About. Well, I think Al Roker looks so much better when he was fat. Tell you the truth, I'm sorry. He looks weird. He's like 90 pounds. He looks like a he looks like E.T. This because it's so, in some ways, outrageous.
1: Well, I said, you know, they've always said about the president is is he, he must be great for comedy, and I go, he's great for comedy in the way that a stroke is good for a nap.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay, let's well, talk guys, about comedy. <laughs> I am going to tell <laughs> the you, the audience really... went crazy. That's pretty funny. Why didn't anybody laugh at that? You guys think that's funny? I think it's funny. I mean, it, it kind of, I think people were, I think here's the, here's the problem. First of all, these people who are in this business, people in, in, in the TV business are, generally are not very intelligent. Like their IQs are pretty, pretty much down there. I mean, sometimes I'm telling you, I've been, been in the business a long time and some of these people, uh, they don't get out much and they, they're, they're not very smart i'm just i'm i'm just telling you that they don't have really kind of any kind of uh urbaneness or sophistication and their humor is is they 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 it's not they they're not very intelligent and and so they uh they're, the way they're um the the way their minds operate they're very slow i mean i've i've known people in the in the uh in the business before and, and, you, and you look at him, and, you, and it's like looking into that dog that's tied to the lamppost outside the Starbucks. It's like there's nothing in there. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not trying to crack on dogs because I know a lot of smart dogs. I'm talking about the dog that's like looking at you, and you're like, and, and there's just like nothing there. I've I've been there. I've seen people like that. And 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 to me this, this 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 whole studio is filled with people like that. that's a funny joke actually. But they but they didn't get it because and 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 it wasn't because and I think either that or some of them weren't laughing because strokes aren't funny. But 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 sometimes stroke it's true that strokes are not funny. But like, for instance, like when, when Nancy Pelosi or, you know, I'm sure somebody out there listening to me sometimes where I might, uh, you know, say something, you know, crazy or my, I might have, like, a brain lapse or something, and people might say, what are you having, a stroke? I mean, that's that's not, that's, that's not offensive. And obviously it's it's a little bit, uh, you know, you're, it's a little bit dicey, but yeah, most of the teleprompter didn't tell them to laugh. <laughs> Okay.
1: Let's. Well, he's great for comedy in the way that a stroke is good for a nap. Oh.
0: Okay. Let's well, talk guys, about. You- I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't agree in any way, shape, or form with uh, Lewis Black's politics or anything of the sort. But that's a fun. That's kind of a funny joke. I mean, at the very least, you'd think that like a couple people would laugh about it.
10: <laughs> I am going to tell the you, the audience really? went crazy. That is.
0: Yeah.
1: That that I, I went for that. Yeah. What? Uh, That has gotten a laugh everywhere in the United States.
0: Of course it has. Because, well, well, because here's the deal. They are Louis Black fans. And they understand Louis Black's humor. And so they go to see Louis Black. And so that's that's kind of the problem with people like Louis Black going on these morning show deals. That's not his... Audience. Now, I think Lewis Black is, is promoting some book or he's got some special or uh, something like that uh, and, and, and something going on. So that he might have been promoting some event or whatever. Uh, but but that's, this isn't his realm. So, of, co- of course, of course, it was a, a situation where no one left because they don't get his sense of humor. And none of these people actually have a sense of humor. And so, and so, and 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 actually, to tell you the truth, I think I think ha- some of the people on the air there are more worried about the National Stroke Association initiating a boycott than they are, uh, you know, about anything else. So they weren't laughing because it was mean to Donald Trump. Believe me,
4: <laughs> I am going to tell the you the audience really? went crazy. That is
1: yeah. that that I, I went for that. Yeah, that has gotten a laugh. Everywhere in the United States. Oh, really? and that will explain yeah. why I've never been on this show. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and why you should never go back, Louis Black, because you don't belong on a show full of low IQ morons. It's just it's not your place, man. I mean, it just isn't. And and again, I, I probably wouldn't go and buy a ticket to see Louis Black's show. I don't need to hear you know, an entire two hours on how horrible Trump is and how stupid Trump supporters are. So I'm not gonna go and 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 watch him. That's just the bottom line. But you know, other people will and and, and they do and they understand his sense of humor and, and and that's how that works. So yeah, that's right. Let me get let me get a little Bruce going here. You know, Bruce Springsteen is one of my uh my life's conflicts that I that I suffer through. On a regular basis Because I gotta tell you I um, I, I love his I love his music I, I, I'm a big Bruce Springsteen Music fan I've been to see him before And he's got This guy's is the, one of the hardest working Musicians in show business You go to a Bruce Springsteen concert It's It's three hours long And and I I just think he's hugely talented. This is off one of my uh, favorite Springsteen albums called Human Touch. This guy this guy is such a hard worker that he that 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 he one time when one year and I believe it was it was 1992 he came out with two albums. (laughs) human touch and uh and lucky town so so he's he's you know there's so much of his music portfolio that i actually love i mean there's there's so many great songs that he's done I hope they don't pull me off of Facebook, is, but they will. I, I don't know. It's one of my favorites. It's called All That Heaven Will Allow. I got a dollar in my pocket.
7: We're in a cloud of blood. I, I don't know what you pull me off of this. I got a picture in my pocket.
0: that says, baby, I love you. Did you ever hear... Uh, Did you ever hear... Uh, Redheaded woman, before well, <laughs> it's a pretty good one, actually. And you know, I do, uh, I know every word to Thunder Road. I've actually actually sing that, I sing it without music. I, know you know, I can do it. Maybe someday I will for you guys. But I, but I know that song backwards. I love that song and sing it all the time. Well, I don't sing it all the time. But... This is a good one, too. This is from uh, Born in the USA. Got a little country thing going for him. I always love that about him, too. <clears throat> a little... um. Little uh Rockability suit him.
7: Hey little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad design. Oh I'm on fire. Tell me now, baby, is it? I mean if you,
0: you I, if you know listen to me, some of his music, it's really good. Better Days is good. This is from Lucky Town. I like that. Always uses music as, uh... I know people want me to sing Thunder Road. I'll sing Thunder Road one of these days. As
7: I said to the away just waiting for my life to
0: begin You know why? Red-headed woman is pretty racy, though. I don't know whether you've heard that before. I mean, come on. Some of this music's great. Some people hate him, but I love
6: it.
0: Yeah, the one. Do the, the, you mean the uh, most of the "I'm on fire"? It does sound a little pervy. Hey, little girl, is your daddy on? But people just speak that way all the time. You want to hear pervy? <laughs> Dancing in the dark's a great one, Margaret. You're right. Anthem rock. Redheaded woman, right here. Facebook's probably not pulling me off because they're like, go ahead and play that left winger. It's fine. We're good with that. (laughs) What's the words of this one? Yeah, you're going to leave you all on, yeah.
7: a fine, man, and blondes are fun, but when it comes to getting a dirty job done, I'll take a red-headed woman, a red-headed woman, it takes a red-headed woman to get a dirty job done, well, listen up, studger. Life's been wasted till you got down on your knees and tasted a red-headed woman. A red-headed woman.
0: Let's see, I tell you. It
7: takes a red-headed woman to get a dirty job Tight skirt, strawberry hair. Tell me what you got, baby, waiting under there. You
0: think the Me Too movement likes this stuff? Because I don't think they do. But I guess since it's coming out of Bruce, it's fine. I'm fine with it, too. I mean, hashtag, I'm fine with that, too.
7: Big green eyes, they look like
0: sun. They can see every
7: cheap thing that you ever done. Well, I don't know how many. Girls you dated man but you ain't
0: lived till you
7: had your tires rotated by a woman.
0: That's actually my favorite line of the whole thing You know woman. <laughs> your tires rotated it's, it's a I mean come a woman. on It's a good
7: child. one ah. I, like I got it. the fortunes of heaven Diamonds and gold. I got all the bonds, baby, that the bank could hold. Well, I got houses across the country, honey, And end. And everybody but who wants to be my friend.
0: Well, I got all the records It is the mean, best line ever, mostly the
7: only thing got, I ain't got, honey.
0: Uh, ain't ain't got, got you. I got a pass for oh, I'll turn this down now, so these Priceless Facebook ours. jackals don't find me. Girls, me so anyway, Springsteen now is uh, out babbling about about the uh, about President Trump committing a crime against humanity in a new interview with Esquire magazine. Now, Esquire magazine is. Kind of like GQ magazine, like uh, apparently just uh, it's a it's a it's for, you know, yuppie hipstery type of guys, I guess. Because I really don't need to be told how to dress and Esquire and and uh, and I don't always get it right either, but I don't care. But I. uh, But Esquire and 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 GQ are two magazines for men that, you know. Uh, like GQ magazine basically is, is, is what brought us, as I've said before. And so maybe this is just kind of a new, uh, new thing, but they have, uh, they brought us, uh, brown shoes with blue suits, which is fine. And I've done it, I guess I've done it before, but, but they, but they, 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 they declared that, you know, um, to wear black shoes, you know, so they did that. And then I think they had the, um, the, they, they brought us the cuffed jean look, which is, uh, quite possibly one of the most, uh, disastrous looks for guys I've, I've seen, but the guys still do it for whatever reason. That's just my viewpoint on it. I mean, you can wear them if you want to. I'm just saying that that's, that, that was the most, that's the, that's the, you know that's the hipster look is that is that uh, checkered shirt and the and the and the and the cuffed jeans but that's what the that's what g q brought us I don't know what esquire brought us i guess the uh you know the um what's the best shirt to wear round collar pointed collar what you know that kind of thing anyway he was interviewed by Esquire magazine and um he says that President Trump has no interest in uniting the country, and has an interest in doing the opposite and dividing us, which he almost does on a daily basis. And this is the uh, th- th- this is what you get from the left wing all the time: is that they they call they call him President Trump divisive because President Trump doesn't agree with their bull crap politics and so that you're divisive if you don't agree with a left winger I, I actually it's, it's interesting because i never it never occurred to me when president obama was in office it never really occurred to me to call president obama divisive or polarizing it never really it never really occurred to me that that would be an adequate type of political strategy or comeback Uh, To. To call somebody divisive or polarizing, because I think basically everybody to a certain degree is divisive. If you really want to apply the word that way. Uh, Because if you stand for something, you're automatically. Divisive. I'm sorry. If you stand for something. Conservative, you're divisive. If you stand for something liberal, you're a national hero or a crusader or a sensible person or an educated person or that kind of thing. But if you, if you stand for something conservative, then you are divisive. Because other than simply separating these poor left-wingers from their pantsuit queen... I'm sorry dividing these poor left wingers from their almighty pantsuit queen or old man from Vermont that's about as that that's pretty divisive yes it is divisive but i will use the uh, analogy again i've used it before and i will give you the uh, example of how ridiculous it is this this track that people are on calling President Trump divisive and calling conservatives divisive. It's only because they don't disagree, they, they don't agree with what we have to say. So, for instance, when the, uh, it's, it would be like the Los Angeles Dodgers, in the aftermath of getting swamped by the Boston Red Sox, said that the, uh, you know, uh, well, what do you think about the loss? Well, the Red Sox are very divisive. Why do you say that? Well, because they hit a bunch of home runs and uh, their pitchers struck us out. So I guess technically, uh, if you really want to be accurate about the term, uh, they they divided you from base hits, and they divided you from victory. <laughs> That's so. Yeah, it's pretty divisive. But 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 when you, when people call people divisive, I automatically look upon them with disdain and, and derision and they're pansies to me, they're babies. Because, because clearly anybody who, the people who call people divisive are usually people who aren't getting their way. And, 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 and I think that if you really look at the examples of times that people have called people divisive and done that, usually it's a loser usually it's somebody who is wound up on the losing end of a battle who is calling somebody divisive usually or, or polarizing and 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 uh pretty much anybody who stands for something technically is polarizing because uh they they have a certain point of view and and that's how it all works and of course you're going to be uh, polarizing when you have a point of view, but like for instance, when when I hear some dumb black radio host like this Mark Thompson guy t- calling the candidate from Mississippi "Strange Fruit," I, I basically say your comment's really stupid, and and you're basically race baiting. But I wouldn't, my, my response would never be, boy, that's a very divisive comment because it's wimpy to use that terminology. It's, it's pretty pansy. It's pretty cowardly. It's pretty losery to call somebody divisive and polarizing. Just, to, just admit you don't agree with them and be done with it and, and present your case and present your point of view. Calling somebody divisive is not a strategy it's not a political strategy if you have other ideas then bring forth the ideas <clears throat> if 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 president trump's enforcement of our border is divisive to you don't call it divisive just admit that you're for open borders or you're for amnesty just admit and 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 say what the issue is instead of trying to simply uh, use some pejorative term on somebody when when you don't agree with them. It's 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 no different than calling somebody a racist because they don't uh, agree with your your policies regarding oh affirmative action or regarding uh, immigration or whatever. Uh, but 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 there's no difference. So anyway, that's what Springsteen's tactic is. And then, and then he, and he says. Uh, he says uh he's dividing us which he does on a daily basis so that's simply a crime against humanity now killing 6 million jews is a crime against humanity right Mur- murdering somebody is a crime against humanity starving somebody Doing any kind of violent act against somebody is a crime against humanity. But having a point of view is not a crime against humanity and could could never be. And, And while I appreciate the dramatics of Bruce Springsteen's music, he doesn't fare so well in his rhetorical dramatics. He sounds like a sore loser baby. And it's an ugly, awful message. You're intentionally trying to disenfranchise a large portion of Americans. He, he, and, and, of course, they don't bother asking him to elaborate on what he means by that. Like, how is, how is President Trump disenfranchising a large portion of Americans? You mean by winning the presidential election you all thought you were going to win? Like, like for instance, are you you really going to take the point after campaigning for Hillary, by the way, which is what Bruce Springsteen did, are you really going to take the position that because your candidate lost, you have been disenfranchised? I mean, honestly, as studly as Bruce Springsteen is in his music, he certainly is pusillanimous in his rhetoric. Because that's... That's as wimpy as it comes. You know what I mean? Normally, like what do you mean you've been disenfranchised? You mean and that again, that's like the Los Angeles Dodgers post game saying they've been disenfranchised because they've they lost the World Series. It's like, no, you lost the World Series. You didn't play well enough to beat the other team. That's not that's not being disenfranchised. Yeah, you you're you're disenfranchised from excellence. But that's by your that's by your own doing. So yeah, I mean but but the but he's never asked to elaborate. It's, and these people and actually people really are never asked to elaborate when they make these outrageous ridiculous statements. Like he's divisive. Like when you ask them like what do you mean? He's divisive. Well, he doesn't want uh he he doesn't want amnesty for illegals. It's like, well, that's not being divisive. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example because there are no. I can't even th- dream up an example of of him being divisive. Well, because he wants lower taxes for Americans. I'm going. That it, it, like it, is that divisive? Really, in the end, the reason why he's divisive is he's not a liberal. That's pretty much it. So I I, I don't uh, I, I I don't get it, and 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 yet that's the kind of pablum that Esquire magazine is is peddling from Bruce Springsteen. Who, uh, it's disappointing because I love the guy's music. I really, honestly do. He's one of my favorite musicians. He's one of my favorite songwriters. He's an amazing songwriter. And, and he's and he's hugely talented and he's and he's great at what he does and i and either he is just trying to get a new audience which i i if i were him i would kind of give up on that i mean you're you're not you know you're 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 not going to some 25 year old suddenly isn't going to go out and buy human touch it's just not going to happen probably so do, do, I don't know why you're pandering and what you're doing or, you know, who you think your audience is. There's a lot of people out there who who like you who are also Trump supporters and they like your music. Why, you know, why run those people off? You know? You know, you know who's divisive, in my opinion, is a guy like uh, Tom Steyer. Like when you're calling for somebody to be impeached just because you don't like their politics, now that's pretty divisive. But again, I, I don't even like using the word, uh, and, and and so you know a more accurate term would be inane or crazy or whatever. But Styer has a new the Need to impeach.com. He wants you to sign his petition for for the for the need to impeach. Brink of nuclear
5: war. Obstructed justice at the FBI. In direct violation of the Constitution, he's taken money from foreign governments and threatened
0: to shut down news organizations that report the truth. Uh, he didn't threaten to shut them down, but it's interesting how these are the same people who voted for Obama, who spied, who used our intelligence agencies to spy on rep- on reporters, to spy on people. Uh, who's the guy at Fox News? By the way, where has he been? By the way, I can't remember his name. Uh, let me find out because now I'm curious as to where where he ever got to. Um, let's see, Obama journalist spy. You guys probably will come up with it before I do, but let me just. I'm, I'm now I'm curious. Hey, on, on. then I get to give this GM story because it's it's a big one. Hold on, um, I talked about it a little bit yesterday about journalist um, spied uh let's see he's with he was with the uh um, uh james uh rosen yeah thank you david where's james rosen been by the way i uh, he's disappeared I've, i i haven't heard him on the air or uh or maybe i'm missing something but i haven't i haven't heard uh from james rosen at all but anyway, this Steyer guy, uh, by the way, brink of nuclear war. He's brought us
5: to the brink of nuclear
0: war. I mean, it's just an outright lie. The br- he, he actually has saved us from uh, any nuclear war. Look at what's happened with North Korea. You kidding me? Obstructed justice at the FBI. and in
5: direct violation of the Constitution. He's taken money from foreign governments and threatened to shut down news organizations that report the truth. If that isn't a case for impeaching and removing
0: a dangerous president, then what has our government become? It actually isn't a case for Im- impeaching a president. He, isn't, he hasn't been convicted or violated any law at all. It's your opinion that he's violated the Constitution, but opinions don't impeach. And if they did, we would have impeached Obama and impe- impeached every president. Some, somebody from the opposite party would have. I'm Tom Steyer. And like you, I'm a citizen
5: who knows it's up to us
0: to do something.
5: It's why I'm funding this effort to raise our voices together and demand that elected officials take a stand on impeachment. A Republican Congress once impeached a president for far less. Yet today, people in Congress and his own administration know that this president is a clear and present danger, who's mentally unstable and
0: armed with nuclear weapons. This is unbelievable. This is, this, is, this is a guy, by the way, who actually might consider running for president. And this is full-on deranged. This is full-on friggin' crazy. And they do nothing.
5: Join us and tell your member of Congress that they have a moral responsibility
0: to stop doing what's political and start doing what's right. Right. Like you kiss my ass. That's what's right. Need to impeach. A clear and present danger. I mean, he's adopting this language that generally is, uh, you know, uh, more official and everything else. It's like, wow, man, that guy is uh, that guy is really crazy. Well, you know what? When these uh, left wing crazies aren't calling for impeachment, uh, they're now their policy now is to is to try to. uh, uh, to remove Confederate statues. Now apparently Beto O'Rourke's strategy now, his winning strategy is uh he's going after some kind of Confederate uh plaque at the Texas Capitol. That's gonna be his big his big mission now. So uh Beto O'Rourke should have erased racism by removing a, a Confederate plaque at the Texas State Capitol. These guys have no uh seemingly in no strategy in any way shape or form but anyway let me um let me give you a uh, oh before i get to the gm story one story that i flagged that i wanted to tell you about is it's in the post dispatch and uh the 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 story goes back to uh 1878 it's kind of like um it's 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 one of these uh uh, archive stories, right? For the post dispatch. And, and, and. Oh, okay. So Pat says James Rosen left because of a, a, a female issue. Not as bad as uh, O'Reilly or Ed Henry on the same order, rather than have a scandal, he left silently. Huh. I didn't know that about that. Wow. Thank you, um, Pat. Pat's in the know there at Fox, so it's interesting how the the post dispatch um, and uh, oh hey Bill Harrison, how you doing, brother? Hey man, we need to keep we need to be in touch. You need to Facebook uh, message me or something so that we can get this uh, nerd talk show off the ground for Radio Free Almond two So let me let me I need I need to have a conversation with you, Bill. Sorry, I've been very busy, but uh, thanks for reminding me. So, so um, back in eighteen seventy-eight, the editor of the Post Dispatch ch- murdered an attorney named Alonzo Slayback, uh, and and uh, they had f- f- founded the Veil vale Profit Organization. Um, and Colonel Slayback was a, a Confederate regiment commander during the Civil War, and uh, Slaybeck was also an attorney uh, in, in, uh, in St. Louis and supported his partner, James Broadhead, who was the first president of the American uh, Bar Association. So Broadhead ran for Congress in 1882, and the Post-Dispatch editorially opposed him. Citing conflict of interests and and uh, inconsistency, uh, and Slayback criticized the newspaper, said it was a, a blackmailing sheet, and, and railed publicly against the people connected with the paper. So then, in retaliation, the editor of the Post reprinted a card in the editorial section by. Uh, uh, by James Glover, who was uh, Broadhead's Republican opponent for Congress, originally written a year earlier, the piece referred to Slayback as a coward. And Slayback's like, uh, you're calling me a coward? I'm a, I'm a I'm a Confederate commander, and you're calling me a coward? So Slayback went to the post-dispatch offices to WTF the guy, and brought with with him another uh, uh, attorney with him at the time at the time as well. Um, Slayback and this guy went into the office, and uh, they're they're claiming at least that Slayback had a revolver, but he didn't have it. And the editor of the Post grabbed his own pistol from the top of his desk and murdered this guy and they insisted slayback had no weapon whatsoever and uh and and so it became a big deal uh and and uh they still didn't ever recover any kind of uh any 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 kind of weapon from the guy but anyway i was curious about the post dispatches uh Headline on the story, though, and the headline on the story. And I'm t- I'm, t- I'm talking about the headline on the uh, on the historical, you know, rec- recounting of the story is tragedy in the newsroom. It's like no, your editor murdered somebody. It's like uh, it's it's a little different than a tragedy in a newsroom. Like a tragedy in a newsroom would be some kind of terrorist coming in and shooting everybody in the newsroom. That'd be a tragedy. or, you know, some, you know, fire started and everybody was trapped, or whatever. There's a million different ways that you could be a tragedy, but murders, uh, cold-blooded murders at the hands of your editor, calling it a tragedy is a little is a little much. It was a murder but even 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 in even doing archival reporting the post dispatch is still <laughs> still amazing in in terms of its uh, in terms of its uh, assault on the truth crazy anyway president trump is uh, is rightly threatening to pull the subsidies of g m because well. GM has announced it's going to be closing uh several different plants uh around the country and one of those plants happens to be in Ohio and actually that has a pretty uh, a pretty big possible impact on the president's fortunes even as we go into 2020 cuz you erase a bunch of jobs in that particular town in Ohio And if people feel like the economy is not doing well, they might make the president pay for that, even though it's not the president's fault. It's not the president's fault at all that GM's cars aren't selling well. GM had had every single opportunity to do well and, and, and be a competitor. And that opportunity actually was granted to the GM, thanks to government subsidies. And, and, and so uh, GM was able to be kind of bailed out by taxpayer dollars. And also in return, GM decided uh, they were also going to do another kind of subsidized experiment, and that is pursue the electric car. And yesterday I talked a lot about the the Chevy Volt, which uh, it was not only too expensive, but – was too small. People didn't like it, and it's just, just it electric. And people prefer the bigger cars. They 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 prefer trucks and SUVs. Gas prices are lower. Fuel efficiency is is better in these bigger cars, and so they like them. People people have liked them. Their sedans uh like the cruise and 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 the volt which really i really wouldn't call that a sedan necessarily but i guess for the purposes of being a non truck or a non suv just knock yourself out call it a sedan but the fact of the matter is sedans do sell in the us and and, and most of them are toyota so so apparently Toyota doesn't have too much of a problem making sedans that people like. GM has the problem making sedans that people like apparently. Like I like I I had a I had my Malibu which I liked, and I also drove at one point a uh, uh, a Buick, which which I like. LaCrosse I love that LaCrosse, so I I drove that as well so i've i've g m cars i've i've driven and 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 appreciated and liked uh i really like my Malibu i just like the jeep better so i got rid of the Malibu and got into the jeep but but generally you know i'm i'm i i've been i've thought that their sedans have been have been pretty good but but they don't sell as well as the toyotas do and apparently Toyota just makes a better sedan than g m does it's just the way it is and so that's not president trump's fault that that gm isn't being competitive and so uh they make they make a they make the uh the suvs and 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 the trucks and those are selling well but now they're going to close down these plants and put about 15,000 people out of work and president trump's like um wait a minute you you kind of owe us to work harder to save American jobs. I'm just saying. Uh, After all, we saved your asses. And so the fact that you're just kind of giving up and closing down plants is a little much, especially when we taxpayers helped you survive. That's not too much to ask, right? Now, keep this in mind, and this isn't being reported a whole lot uh, for obvious reasons because they want to make uh, the president look bad and they want to make GM look like some kind of hapless victim. But if we're subsidizing you and SUVs are selling better than sedans and you're making SUVs in China, maybe it's time for you, since we support you with our uh U.S. tax dollars, maybe it's time for you to decide to bring back your manufacturing of the uh Buick Envision, which is a, a sedan, looks pretty good actually. Uh, then then bring it back here. Americans purchased forty-two thousand Buick Envisions last year. And and g m is making these envisions in China it's It's actually the first car ever built in China for the u s market. Now, my feeling about the whole GM bailout is there should have been strings attached to it that that said um if we if taxpayers are going to save you. You better ask, make your cars all in the United States of America instead of instead of making them overseas. So uh, that's one way that General Motors actually could save American jobs instead of throwing them in the toilet is by just simply deciding we're going to make the Envision here in the U.S. instead of in China. A lot of you probably didn't even know that that car was made in China. It's actually made in a joint venture with uh, – uh, a state owned Chinese automaker. How that all came about is beyond me, especially with the taxpayer subsidized uh car manufacturer. So I'm surprised there wasn't more uh strings attached to that whole thing. But yeah, I mean if people people are buying SUVs and envisions, but but you're making them in China. So why don't you come back here and 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 bring them back here to the United States and make them in the United States. Seems pretty simple. And it's not too damn much to ask from a taxpayer subsidized operation like GM or a taxpayer bailed out. So, but technically it's taxpayer subsidized. And GM might bitch about that. But the bottom line is, well, that's kind of what you get, you know. Like, uh, we have a harder time telling Ford what we want Ford to do because Ford doesn't take our money. So Ford can basically tell us to kiss off if we tell Ford what to do or where to make cars or whatever. Ford can do whatever it wants because it doesn't have any, any uh, strings attached. It doesn't have any claws in it like GM does. But if we're, if we're subsidizing GM and taxpayers to subsidize GM, then GM, make your SUV in America instead of China. Especially if you're lopping off the heads of 15,000 employees, because you're not making cars that are good enough for the road, according to Americans. So two things GM can do. Bring back the manufacturing of the Envision to America and and and, and uh, make it here. And and your whatever partnership you have with China, the Chinese automaker, you need to basically get rid of that. And, and it's because it Stan points out, what happens is the only reason they're in a partnership with China is in order to make the cars in China. You got to partner up with China. Yeah, you can make your cars here. Just let us be part owner of your company and or the of the of the deal, and we'll be fine. And that's what they do. But yeah that's how you can say why don't you instead of instead of closing that plant in ohio why don't you retool it to make the envision since you're since it's making the vault and the vault is failing and the crews then go ahead and 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 retool it and 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 make the uh make the envision there cuz you're making it in china right now while while we're watching you fire people it's like that doesn't seem right to me. So yeah, GM has two options. They can they can they can bring back the Envision, which they sh- actually they shouldn't be options. They should be mandates, but unfortunately, that's probably not part of the deal. So uh, two options: you can bring back the Envision and make it in, in the United States, and then you could also uh, make better cars. How does that sound? Because Toyota's kicking your ass, uh, and and it's not that's not uh president trump's fault and hell it's not even toyota's fault they they they're kicking your butt and that's just kind of how it goes and and so uh you know maybe maybe you should do it that way but but the idea that somehow ho hum gm's closing down the plant 15000 the plant's 15000 jobs are going away nothing to see here move on uh trump's like no 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 no, no. No, 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 no. People are going, Trump's a dictator. He's telling GM what to do. Well, they're taking our money. That's kind of the, that's kind of the rub of of uh what happens when you take money from the government, the government tends to start to actually have a little bit of say in what you do. Uh, and and that's what you get for you know, Partnering up and taking government money is the government's going to start to tell you how to do things. It's one of the reasons why when I uh, some people in the in the Catholic community want to have um, they want to they want to have uh, figure out a way to 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 get uh, tax breaks for tuition in Catholic schools. I'm going to be careful about that because the minute the government is giving you something. The government starts to then begin to dictate how things operate in your place. And you better watch out because you don't want the government deciding it's going to, you know, we're going to, since we're giving you tax breaks, we're going to kind of retool your little Catholic education thing going here. It's like, no, 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 no. You better watch out for that. So anyway, those are the options. And President Trump has every right and every reason and should, in fact, get involved And if GM doesn't want the president getting involved, then then GM can pay back every dime the taxpayer has given them, and we'll all be even, and you can go your own way and do whatever the hell you want. Thank you for listening to Radio Free Allman, Allman com. Thank you to Ricky Hall. Love that guy, NHQ.rocks. That's where you can find all of your... Nutrition needs, it doesn't matter what's the, the pre workout. For the guys, it's the Winoline and the Verilatat, two powerhouse options to make you strong and make you lean. And brighten your testosterone up a little bit. Also, for the ladies, same kind of operation, just works in a different direction, you know what I mean? NHQ.rocks, right there, beautiful. Rock Hill, Manchester tonight. Don't forget to about Matthew Mitchell and the Matthew Mitchell All State Agency. 855, quote me. 855, quote me. Low premiums, low deductibles, all at the same time. Michael Proctor, Proctor spelled like doctor. ProctorDrapery.com is where you get to find that guy. Seven days a week, 45 years in the business, and he's an interior designer. Everything is all in one, and he comes to your doorstep. So fantastic value there. Santino Cigars and Cocktails, Vogel Road. Beautiful place. Niputi Wellness, niputiwellness.com. Thank you. Thank you to Gold Oak Lending as well. 314 567 Gold is where you're going to find two months of no mortgage payments. So you're not paying until February 2019. See you, Stevies. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Vicky. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Dan, Margaret, all the rest of the gang out there. Thank you. Thank you also to Tracy Ellis and Rick Ellis, tracyellis.com, for all of your home buying, home selling, business buying, business selling needs. You got it. You got it. Tomorrow, Jimmy Talent. Genevieve Wood on Friday. Kim Paris, who's been exceedingly busy lately, is going to be coming in like she was before, so that's going to be good to see her again. And also Kelly Peach, who has a new book about Elvis, which is great. It's a second in the series. Kelly's going to be in the next couple of days or so. We'll have fun with that as well. RadioFreeAlmond.com for all of your swag. You can Use it it's a great stocking stuffer, so check that out. Radiofreealmond.com Have a great rest of your day, everybody.